show um so yeah today uh i mean actually let me let me backtrack a little bit there hang on you can email us at twist my arm podcast at gmail.com if you have any complaints or questions or you just want to say hello please please complain i still (laughs) we are 14 episodes deep and i still haven't gotten an email from a listener and i know that there's somebody out there that fucking has something to say like oh my god shut up you're stupid yeah or like or like <laughs> trying to correct us or something. please send me any of your fact checks that you want to send because i don't do that very well and so it's make twist I my I arm try. great again yeah oh my god <laughs> that is uh i'm i'm josh i'm the host today obviously i'm always the host i i am josh <laughs> and i am with my lovely co-host kylie for the first time in a little bit yeah, for a little bit. She was uh, she wasn't episodes. on the she wasn't on the Rogue One episode. Um, or the one before that. Oh yeah, we, oh we have the fu- the fuckumentary. Curtis, the Curtis chef. Yep. The, the fuckumentary. Yep. Um, <laughs> and then I have uh, Ben over here. Penis. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Oh my god. <laughs> he was really excited that he could do a radio show and say penis on the radio. And um, Chris is fucking shit up. And then <laughs> no, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. And then uh, yeah, uh, I have I have Chris back on the show. We you know. You can hear me, right? I don't need oh to yeah, hear no, me. No. Yeah. Me, I don't need to hear me. Let me just plug in your headphones really quick. Yeah, you know, it's, it's no big deal. Do that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, there we go. So yeah, I uh, got got Ben and Chris here. Ben is a longtime friend of mine from fucking middle school. I think ninety eight. We've known each other for a long time. Oh um, shit. So it's good to have As him on. Pre nine eleven. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> um, it's good to have him on. Thanks, for sure. Osama. And uh, we got we got Chris over here, like I was saying. Um, He's uh he's on for the second time, but really the first time because the first time he was on and we did this episode, it ended up badly. There was just some some updates and some shit that happened with my my computer I that I think I think it. the CIA was involved in That's making sure says. that our yeah. first time didn't yeah. work. Didn't work out. I should have yeah. just uploaded it anyway. Everyone could have heard us talk <laughs> like this. We're well, on somebody's radar though. I mean, uh, well yeah, something. <laughs> um. So yeah, it's good to have you guys on. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming down and thank you for having chilling us. and yeah, appreciate drinking it. some beers and uh, talking. I'm some really shit. glad that my friend Ben 
is able to join us for this reboot of the Conspiracy Podcast. Yeah, and with it being a reboot, I want to just kind of, you know, uh, Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, where, where you're from, what you do, like, you know, stuff. you're a comedian, right? You both are comedians, so tell us, tell us a little bit about dabble that. Dabble a bit. We, we dabble. Uh, we also dabble in conspiracies. Where, uh, so, <laughs> so yeah, where, where are you from? You're from Denver, right? Yeah, I'm from Denver. I, I grew up in the Littleton area. So, uh, so you're a native then? Yeah, native. Uh, Not to sound like a fucking purist <laughs> or anything, but you know. <laughs> no, I but you should. We're you should. We're we are all natives. We're, we're four natives at the same table. We're fucking. Right. We're unicorns. We're a dying yeah. breed. Is, yeah. We As the transplants breed. start breeding, oh my god, they're gonna terrible. like selectively the push transplant. us out. It's terrible. It's no, it's, it's not like bad. We're making a lot of money. Natural selection, so. except natural selection. Us natives are gonna. <laughs> Kill off the transplants. I I do believe that. Yeah, probably um, eventually. I would I, not. I don't <laughs> know. It's it's a road rage. It's gonna kill everyone. I think. Um, well, that's true. But it's this the, is a this is a very rare this is a very rare event. <laughs> um, I do some ride sharing, and uh, every time I pick up a customer, they you know they'll ask where I'm from, and I'll be like, oh, I'm, I'm from Colorado. And they're like, holy shit, I've never met anyone <laughs> that's from Colorado. Goddamn hipsters! We're, we're like unicorns. We're like, and that's when you just like turn up the radio and uh, pretty much yeah. take them to their destination. Like, do you guys and like don't sports talk, talk to them at all? Yeah, yeah. Do you like sports talk radio because that's what we're listening to. So, so uh, cool. Um, so and, uh, if you're ever on, hold on, if you're ever on the road, <laughs> or if you're are ever are you, are you like, us a joke? no, I was just gonna <laughs> give you a okay. shout out. Oh, if you're okay. ever uh, looking for a ride and you use your smartphone to pick up a ride oh and you see this handsome gentleman with uh, glasses and long hair and his name is Josh <laughs> just fucking tip the shit out of him because he's a cool fucking guy <laughs> I and you. talk I to him that. talk to him don't be one of those weird awkward fairs that just you know sits you in the back seat and you don't get a lot of talk. those I you know I'm, I'm pretty talkative so see I'm totally that kind of person that just sits there I just kind of figure they don't really want to talk to me that much and but yeah, apparently they do yeah by your like tenth ride you're like okay get in the car <laughs> shut up uh, yeah uh, yeah, yeah okay. you gotta pick up on the social cues and yeah, the responsibility yeah. is more on the part of the fare than right. the driver right you know like I've That's taken it's a good gig tons of taxis uh, and lifts and Ubers in my life and yeah I can tell the the drivers that want to talk. And the drivers that just don't want to talk, yeah, drive me where I'm going. Yeah, you know and that's fine. I yeah, it's either, it's good either way. So yeah, awesome. So from Colorado, comedian what from Colorado. You, and you're, you said you you dabble uh, a little bit in comedy. Have you uh, got any shows lined up or anything? Dabble in comedy. Um, I don't have anything lined up no. right now. Are you um, open for booking? If anyone's listening and wants yes, to book you, you're open. Absolutely. Is there any way they can get a hold of you? Um, yeah, they can look me up at uh, Chris Bell Writer. At gmail.com. That's writer, W R I T E R. Perfect. As in someone who holds a pen who, and who writes, you know, <laughs> makes <laughs> marks on paper. Because awesome. you're certainly not the writer of wrongs. <laughs> 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 right, no, right, exactly. <laughs> Sweet. Well, yeah, thanks for coming on. Um, let's, uh, Ben, <laughs> where do you come from? What do you, uh, what um, do you do? Seventh generation, born, raised in Colorado, so well, I've been here my entire Seriously, so he's like native to the max. Native to the max, basically, is what. (laughs) He's like the Cherokee of Colorado. Way to make us all feel like pieces of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Oh, shit happens. (laughs) I guess I don't know. And you, uh, and you're from you're from Fort Collins, Loveland, Loveland, Fort Collins. Yeah. yeah. That's where I'm from. 
Yeah. Well, well I mean, we've known each so other for, you know, we've been 20 years <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's not uh, been since that middle long, school. Yeah. Um, and what do you, uh, what do you, what do you do? Uh, working in a liquor store right now, just stocking shells, working registers, just all over the place. That shit. And, uh, and you also dabble in some comedy. Yes, right? that's true. Yep. What, uh, you got any shows planned at no, all? No, I do you not. You open for booking? Yes, I am. Is there any way someone can get a hold of you? <laughs> uh, email is uh, beng138 at gmail. It's B-E-N-G dot one three eight at gmail dot com. All right. Sweet. So, yeah, if you guys, uh, if the listeners out there find us, well, not me because I'm not very funny, but <laughs> if they find Chris and Ben to be funny, oh, they're holding hands. <laughs> yeah, we yes, are. We oh are. They also, uh, they also come ben for like a twofer probably. Yeah. So, yeah. so this is Chris again. Uh, ben, <laughs> ben and I, Ben Chris and I here. came up in comedy <laughs> together. Uh, it's <laughs> one of my proudest friendships I have is knowing this gentleman. Yep. And no the all. fact that we, no. the fact that so we developed the cojones to. Yeah, Start it's tough, man. Like uh, comedy is together. one of the hardest things to do, like to to make it an art form. Because yeah. I mean, I've been in bands and played on stage and stuff with bands, even playing by myself. But like, that's different when you're going up there and playing an instrument and singing. You're not going up there and being like, "I'm trying to be funny and make you laugh." Right. And like, I I be terrified to go up and try stand up comedy. I, I commend you guys immensely because of that. I'm like, just sad he's a, a band, ginger. Like. <laughs> Being in a band, like you at least have a prop, you at right. least have a guitar right. or a yeah. drum right. set. You can or, keep yourself you know, busy something. instead of like fiddling with your button on your shirt or something. I like feel like the critics <laughs> are much much harsher as well when you're. Oh, for comedians, definitely. Uh, you know, because mm. you at least at least with music, people are like, eh, whatever, I won't go see them again. Well, but with, with comedy, they go bash the shit out of with you. With music, <laughs> it's like, oh, you know, like they're very talented. It might not be for me, but if you don't have, if some, if you're watching somebody and they don't have the humor that you connect with, you're like, oh my god, this guy fucking sucks. Right, like, but but <laughs> you like could be so hilarious to somebody else. Right, exactly. It, so it's yeah. just finding yeah. that happy medium, and I find I find that that's harder to find a happy medium to find fans in a comedy realm than yeah. it is to be like i play pop music you like pop music right so well i mean so it's really all about where you perform too because different very true venues have different crowds that show up so you got to figure out the type of humor that you need to have to perform in that kind of venue right so it's different all crowd work so tell me this i mean if you get booked for a show like do you go to the bar a couple times beforehand and kind of check out the crowd or Yes, I do. Do you? I have a couple times, yeah. And you kind of get a feel for like what they're doing. Sure, but you never know what Who's your gonna crowd's going to look like. Yeah, but there's the a general there. idea. Kinda, you I have mean, a general idea, but I mean, it's still, you're still it's, it's thinking on sure. your feet yeah, at times. Definitely. I would say this, like Ben and I actually both came up in comedy the first handful of times we did comedy uh, was at an open mic night that was predominantly music and that's oh, that's nice. a really hard room to play mm -hmm. yeah. as a comedian everyone's looking to hear music instead yeah, of listening to music everybody's listening to music <laughs> and the music becomes the background for them to like hang out with their friends and whatnot right right and so to to be a comic to get up on stage when people are you know In used to zone. just hearing that background noise all of a sudden, you're asking them to pay attention 100% to what right. you're talking about. That's a really hard room. So As to that end, it was a really great place to come up in comedy because yeah. it was one of the most difficult rooms I've it's, ever played. It's always an away game. 
basically. Yeah, if you exactly. think about it that way, it's yeah. always an away game. No home field advantage. No, that's yep. that's got to be rough. Well, I like I said, you guys are braver than I am to go do that sort of shit. Bullshit. That's, that's Just do it. Yeah, I mean, it takes a, <laughs> takes a certain personality, though, you know? Like, it's really hard. So I started oh. doing this thing. Um, looking at my Facebook. Yeah, I started uh, stalking <laughs> our guests on Facebook <laughs> at the beginning of the show just to kind of see what you guys are really about. So we'll start with Ben here. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I already... Hasn't, hasn't updated shit did, for no, a while. No, I so. did. I did. Uh, I did the George, George Michaels Michael. joke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Within 19 hours of figuring oh, out that man. he passed uh, away. <laughs> so last Christmas, I gave uh, you my heart. The next day, I figured out you were an or- organ donor. Yeah. Jesus. Like, um, let's see. Let's uh, let's check out the uh, 2016 said I'm not quite done yet. Wham. Right. <laughs> not much. Not much going on here. You s- you seem uh, you seem pretty mysterious. Mr. Uh, I don't I, I don't go on Facebook that much anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, his favorite quote is fuck all caps. <laughs> oh, that no, that was the uh, word of the day yesterday. <laughs> fuck for so working. You, so you put that on your favorite quotes yesterday? Yeah. But New Year's Eve. Oh, oh, I see Sorry. what's going on. I see no, your favorite quotes here. Is it is it weird that I'm stalking you? Because this is your page. Oh, uh, no, I no, I know. <laughs> so his his um, family uh, and no, relationships you, tab also says the same thing. Fuck. Fuck. Yeah. Well, you've been stalking <laughs> me since '98, so. Oh, shut up. March fifteenth, you were born on the Ides of March. Yeah, beware the Ides of March, the unluckiest Indeed. day in the world. Well, that was boring. Hence, I'm you still single. <laughs> I know I do have. Let's a go over to Chris. So let's see. Let's uh, we got Chris's Facebook up here. Oh, he's got a his last What's profile about? picture is of our scrapped last episode. Yes, I, that's so sad. I I made that a <laughs> temporary profile picture for a week because I knew I was going to be coming on the show tonight. Yeah, and I wanted to Tide. let my friends know. Tight, 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 tight. Um, <laughs> yes. No, this is one of my favorite things. Yeah, his uh let's see, Chris's religious views are I am, you are, he is me, and we are all together. That's some cult shit if I've ever heard it. <laughs> and his political views are goo goo kachu. Yeah. Thanks some for ripping Beatles off shit. the Beatles. Yeah. 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 I am, Why are you yeah. such a dick to Paul McCartney? <laughs> <laughs> let's see, we'll go to favorite quotes here. Let's see. Uh I guess there is potential for a future history. Tom. Just Tom. Yeah, who's Tom? <laughs> MySpace? Tom? MySpace Tom? MySpace that Tom. was from the MySpace era. Oh, okay, yeah, oh, okay it's sure. It's that old. Yeah. Let's see. We'll go to the PC load letter. What the fuck does <laughs> that mean? <laughs> uh, actually, you should read the long one because it's one of my favorite George Carlin all right, jokes. All right. I've always wanted to place a personal and no one would answer. Oh, wait. Sorry. Personal ad. Sorry. Let me start that over. I've always wanted to place a personal ad. No one would answer. Elderly, depressed, accident-prone junkie. Likes Canadian food and Welsh music. Seeking rich, well-built, oversexed female deaf mute in her late teens. Must be non-smoking. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite specific. George Carlin. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that man. <laughs> Speaking of missing people, we just... Oh, man. this this There's been a lot of celebrity deaths this year. And, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of them have hit people pretty hard. Like David Bowie. There's a lot of fans of David Bowie. There's a lot of fans of... Prince, Prince, Alan Rickman, like everybody, George Michael, so many Alan people. Thick, and I've never cried before when a celebrity died. But Carrie Fisher passed away this last week, and I bawled. Is anybody surprised? Debbie Reynolds died the next day I too. Like I know, uh, and I even hit you know, harder. It's like her, shit. It was, it was very like, it's a sad story about her mom, um, but it's kind of touching. Like, because look, Carrie Fisher died. Um, what was it? The twenty sixth. 
And then the next day, uh, her mom, they were sitting there making funeral arrangements. And her mom looked at um, one of the other people there and was like, Her son. Her son, yeah. And she's yeah. like, I miss her so much. Alan I, Fisher, I just want to be with name? Carrie. And then like 10 minutes later, she had a fucking had a stroke, stroke and, and died. And so it's it's super sad, and but oh God, and it it really hits home for a lot of people, not just Star Wars fans and you know that sort of thing, but but just people that had mental illnesses and stuff. Carrie Fisher was a huge advocate for that yeah, stuff, and she like really was. she did so many things for the community and like for other people. She was just such a good person. Can um, I? And hang hang on, let me just yeah, I just please. You know she. We're sad to. To see her go, um, and I'm not saying that because it's Star Wars, you know. It's she's a g- great person. It was a great person, and I did play the Princess Leia theme at the beginning of the show just to kind of give a little tribute. Um, one of the best songs Chris was saying earlier. One of the most beautiful songs that John Williams has written, and I would definitely agree with that. Um, yeah, so definitely a sad thing. What do you? What were you gonna say, Chris? Uh, if I can, just like take it very seriously for a minute. Uh, so my girlfriend, um, her restaurant lost oh, yeah. one of their. This is super sad. Yeah. Y- it is, but it's worth mentioning. They lost one of their employees uh, because he just didn't see any way out of where he was at, and so he took his own life. And that's something that Carrie I've Fisher was an advocate I've for. Was that sort of yeah, stuff? Yeah, exactly. Like the mental illness, and I've been there myself. I'm gonna fully admit I've been there myself, not terribly long ago, where I've considered that. But at the end of the day, like, I don't care who you are. There's at least one person who loves you and who cares about you. Right. It doesn't matter. And like you said, it doesn't matter who. Reach you are. out. Yeah. Reach out, please. And. This, I mean, this gentleman was Hispanic, and I I do feel like there's some cultural stuff there. There's that machismo of not wanting to be vulnerable, which makes that even more important. I think. I mean, it's 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 everywhere. Like you know, I went down to my family's house for Christmas, and my sister was supposed to be there, but on Christmas Eve, one of her good friends had taken his own life as well, and it's I guess he had been depressed for a long time, and like. It's so sad to see people go down that road and like mm-hmm. not d- to think that they don't have anyone to help them because um, there is it's all over. There's always someone that'll help you, even the strangers. You know those like those right. call lines, those hotlines you can call and just fucking talk to someone. You know, yeah. like I am no stranger to that either. I have checked myself in before to because I thought you know shit was gonna get really bad and just going and talking to someone about stuff and like getting like a, a good direction of where to go like because you when you're in that p- state you have no idea what to do but if you can get an outside perspective and someone to guide you and kind of help you then sometimes it's hard to it's confide in people that you know and care about really well so if that's not the route you want to go maybe go see a doctor try yeah. to find help sure. by yourself you know and or if yeah. you want don't Talk tell anybody until you bar. start feeling yeah. better exactly yeah i've done you know, that plenty of times um, too man there's other options and it does get better and doesn't have to be you don't have to feel like that forever and yeah. the corollary to that is that when somebody's that despondent and that depressed that they're very seriously considering taking their own life they're not likely to talk 
to reach out to anybody that they're close with. So I would encourage anybody who's listening here who has a friend who's down at all. Or if, if they're showing if any you, signs of down. you are down. Like if there's anyone out there that's listening to this and needs someone to talk to, fucking yeah. email me. I'll give you oh my yeah, phone hell number. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, I you don't Same even here. have to you don't even have Same to tell here. me who you are. You can just email yeah. me and like cuz I I'm a pretty compassionate person. I don't like to see anyone go through that stuff. Oh, of course S- not. Sometimes the hardest part is I just do. admitting it. It's mm-hmm. very true. Oh, that's absolutely the hardest part. Yeah. And it makes it easier to do it to someone you don't know. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. It really is. You don't yeah. want to bum any of people that you know. We don't want to bum anyone out. You're right. just like, um, yeah. I'm gonna That's set fine. up an anonymous uh, Gmail account tonight. Okay. Look in the show notes. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, for this episode, and if anybody out there just needs somebody to talk to, it's gonna be yeah. a completely anonymous Gmail account. That. Cool. You All four of us you will don't even, you don't answer even need to, to know who's talking to you. Yeah, just exactly. someone that's just there. Somebody to talk to. That's that's it. That's Absolutely. good. I like that. I really like that. Let's let's do that. Yeah. Um, I'll have that in the show notes after this. Um, or if you've already read the show notes, you know it's there. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So <sighs> let's move on from the little sad stuff. I know <laughs> we. Had to, I wanted to get that out of the way because it's been <laughs> it's been a rough. Week. Thanks, Ben. That <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> comic <laughs> relief. <Sorry, over> <laughs> me and my coworkers have been playing the penis game for the past couple of weeks. And oh God! No matter no matter how old you are, the penis <laughs> no game is always hilarious. No wonder you don't get anything <laughs> done at work. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. So um, this is oh man, th- one of my favorite topics ever is conspiracies. No matter what conspiracy it is. Yes. It could be it could be aliens. It could be JFK. It could be fucking. 9-11 it could be dia dia like all of that stuff um so i wanted to have a special episode about conspiracies just to kind of chat about we don't have to dive into a certain conspiracy but i just wanted to talk about like the different things that are out there and like you know maybe kind of kind of if, if there's listeners out there that like, you know relate or you know have been kind of wondering about stuff maybe we can should we, you know, give us some info on things and like, you know, or give us some <laughs> info. We? I mean, yeah, if, you, if you guys know of any conspiracies, I'm always down to talk about conspiracies. So now that we're out of the introduction phase of the podcast, should we go live on Facebook? About I don't, conspiracies? I don't want to go live. OK, um, I, right. I love I do really like going live, but I'm trying to save it for. Like a once for a, a special month, occasion. so that it's just yeah months. for people that are better than us. No, <laughs> <laughs> not even. Got Maybe it. next time you're <laughs> on. But you know, it, it, we want it to be an exciting thing. Everybody's like, oh, th- there's twist my arm, like their yeah. live oh, feed I would again. Be going like, live under me. I don't. Oh, I mean, you can do that all you want. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess that. that's your own personal. Yeah. If you want to go there. live with you, go for it. Go live under me. Go for it. Um, or on top of me. Yeah, either way. So, but yeah, I just I like to do it. You know, after over time, I don't want to just throw a live feed at everyone Sweet. every fucking week. Um, I mean, by all means, you go for it. We'll, uh, we'll, well my battery's at five percent. So oh, well when we take a break, we're not going to do that. When we take a break, I'll get you a charger. <laughs> oh. We got plenty of those. Um, so yeah, conspiracies. Holy shit, let's do this. Um, yeah. One of my favorites. Oh man, you know what? You know what? Actually, let's smoke a cigarette. Yeah. I feel like smoking a cigarette because I feel mm. like once we start talking about conspiracies, we're not gonna stop. Gonna it's it's just yeah. gonna go gonna on and on and on. So uh, I'll play some music here. Um, don't know what it is yet, but I'm gonna play some, and then uh, we'll be right back. One November, out past the lake, we found a cabin stocking whiskey, guns, and hand grenades. 
it made But I just can't seem to remember What went down that day We were all just so mesmerized And a witness made that sound From all around us As we raced for slaughter We should have died that night Now what don't you Cabra
right, hello. Welcome back to the Twist My Arm Podcast. Sorry we took a break so early, but I feel like this is going to go on for a while now. So we just heard uh, music from The Worth. Um, that song was called Nada Chupacabra. So perfect song to get into the conspiracy spirit because chupacabras in themselves are conspiracies. I do want to say f- we're not going to focus on any one conspiracy. It's just I, I just like talking about kind of all of them, and I'm sure we'll dive into some of them more than others. Um, but y- but we're not going to, like, stick to something that's, you know, for the whole time. Well, it's it's going to be, be more general. general. Yeah, exactly. Kind of I just feel broad. like we all have a lot to say about all of these. Should we just, like, raise our hands when we want to talk? Oh, no, no, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Just cool. button. I'm I'm a pretty good. Uh, <coughs> what do you call that? Moderator. Penis. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> um. So yeah, chu- let's start with chupacabras. Have you guys ever seen a chupacabra? Can I tell you a story? You I mean, I've seen story? a guy Please. follow me with a knife before. I don't know if you can I count that as chupacabra. I think that's chupacabra. I'd like to hear your story. So when I was younger, when I was living in Loveland, uh, my mom lived on a house off of Eisenhower, and it was right by a big field. It was. Was it right off the Thompson? No, it was off the like Platte River or something like that. Maybe it was the Thompson River. I don't no, remember. No, that is Thompson Platts, I think, before Con- I can't remember. But yeah, I don't, I don't remember. Big either. Thompson River anyway, is the one. Yeah. Anyway, me and my stepdad would go on these walks all the time and like go. Obviously, chupacabras are not in Colorado. They're, they're mainly a conspiracy. Theory, That's but what the they would have a you myth believe. From, from right. you know, fucking Mexico. <laughs> but when we're, we'd always go out. You know, it, it to this place called it, we called it Skipper Island because it had a bunch of rocks that you could skip down the river. Oh, hey, Trev. Now she's done. Um, but yeah, <laughs> so we go. We'd always go there, and we decided to go there at night one time. And he's like, "I should probably, I should probably bring my gun, you know, just in case." And I was like, "What do you, what do you mean?" And he's like, "You never know. There's fucking animals out there." And so we go down. And we're like exploring. We go down to the Skipper Skipper Mountain, you know, and start hanging out and like. All of a sudden, we see these two red eyes looking at us. Like, we could see them in the dark because it was dark out. It was, like, probably 9 or 10 at night. And there's these two red eyes looking at us. And my stepdad's like, um, we should go. We, sh- we should probably go. Um. <laughs> and, uh, and so we start leaving. And these two red eyes follow us, you know. And then all of a sudden, there's another set above it. So like we're another so we're set above it. another set of eyes. Like there was one below. Like, like there was one one set of eyes like below. Like crouching, the, animal, the animal was crouching, and the <laughs> other one was above it. You know, like or I chupacabra. It. it was it was so nuts. Chupacabra right. with glasses. Yeah. But then come to find out that like there's these things. I don't I don't even know. They're called goat suckers. I think is what they originally yeah, called the chupacabra. Yeah, chupacabra. And they were like cabra it was like a goat. week. It was like a week after we had seen this and like fucking I've never seen my stepdad scared you know and he was about to piss his pants like there's something was wrong there and we saw this like thing on TV about goat suckers and how there's these weird things happening around the states and like you know goats and sheep are ending up dead and they have like these piercings in their mm-hmm. necks like someone had sucked all the blood out of them and blood stuff. Blood drained, so like but there's no blood yeah, so around the... So me and my yeah. stepdad had always considered those like two sets of eyes, the chupacabras basically, or the goat suckers, you know. And well, and uh, chupacabra can be kind of a loose term. It doesn't necessarily oh, need to sure. be what the actual chupacabra is. It's just, just like some sort of, like a UFO, like an unidentified animal. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. <laughs> Un- unidentified bloodsucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever the fuck it is. Like. <laughs> right. 
Yeah, I, so <laughs> actually, le- I, now that I'm looking this up, I should have had this pulled up before. But the chupacabra, yeah. literally goat sucker, just from yeah, just chupar like said, yeah. to yep. suck and cabra goat. goat, is a legendary creature in the folklore of parts of the Americas. Uh, with its first purported sightings reported in Puerto Rico. It's so funny because there's not like a lot of goats around, but I bet when they made the word chupacabra, <laughs> like it was the goats was that like were being sucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like the one goat in Puerto Rico. Right, yeah. right, yeah. <laughs> got yeah, killed. It's like, oh, it so must be a goat sucker. I didn't realize it originated in Puerto Rico, though. That's that's kind of cool. Puerto Rico. Uh, I'm a Puerto Rican. You so are a Puerto Rican, yeah. Puerto Rican. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go, let me see, I'm going to go to this just real quick before we move on. I want to go to the chupacabra Wikipedia. Um, let's see. Physical descriptions of the creature vary. It is to be a heavy creature the size of a small bear with a row of spines reaching from the neck to the base of the tail. Hmm. That's yeah. creepy. That's creepy S- as hell. Speaking Have you ever of spe- played the game Telephone? Because I'm of thinking that's how the description of that ended up on Wikipedia. Oh, yeah. It was very oh, hard to read. Hmm spines and it was a little hard right to yeah uh-huh. i'm gonna look up an image oh yeah those things are oh gnarly <laughs> <laughs> they look like terrifying dogs yeah uh, it very looks much like a so. chinese crested dog. Yeah, exactly. see look and i used to have one of those look, see there's those there are always these drawings with like the red eyes with the red shit, eyes which like, is exactly what you saw exactly what we saw that's fucking crazy i've never actually like chupacabra is not something i really dive into i just really mm. like that song by the word so mm-hmm. Um, well speaking of Puerto Rico, though, what do you call a uh, Puerto Rican midget? Oh, God. A speck. Oh, uh, what do you call wow. <laughs> a <do you> <laughs> Hispanic woman whose legs have been amputated? Consuelo? Oh, God. <laughs> and that's and where we're going that to hell. You're always going to ruin it. You're going <laughs> e- to edit this out, I know. But I love not. that joke because it works in English. Consuelo, and it works in Spanish because the Spanish word for ground is suelo. Mm. (laughs) Oh, my God. That works. We got the comedians here. (laughs) We're going to hear some jokes every (laughs) once in a while. Yep, yep. No, I'm starting a rap group now. It's going to be called Duck Hunt. I don't get it. Duck or Hunt? (laughs) Of course. Yeah, you asshole. Why Why would you get it? Um, I'm pretty sure I told you that one before, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure I probably ignored you the first time, too. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> I think that's why we're good friends. Yeah. We did want to, um, before we move on, we're going to move on from Chupacabras to, what did I have here? Uh, DIA. Because obviously we're Excellent. a Denver podcast, yeah. so let's move on to DIA. DIA. But first, let's make a shout out to these beers that you guys are drinking. Because uh, uh, if you guys yeah. can't tell, they've been drinking a little bit of beer. Absolutely. So the first one we were drinking was uh, from Cascade Brewing. Uh, it's their Creek. Uh, it's a Northwest Sour Ale. Uh, it's a like a dark brown ale uh, aged in oak barrels with cherries. Um, is that, is suitably it was that the, the super sour one? I tried these beers and both of them yeah, were really sour. I mean, they're both sour for sure. They're definitely um, very fancy. The first one was the sour one. That's the one that he has right yeah. now. And what's that it's one called? Uh, it's the Cascade Brewing Creek. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, a creek is a pretty, actually, pretty traditional Belgian style of beer where they take a dark ale and they throw cherries into it. As with most Belgian ales, they 
allow wild yeast to ferment the beer. Um, Jeez, you got a beer connoisseur over here. Which uh, <laughs> uh, typically introduces some Brettanomyces, which uh, makes for a sour ale. So this one was okay. beautiful. It was nice and like malty. What's the percentage sweet. on it? And it's um, <laughs> you alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a very good question. It, this one was 7.1% alcohol. And that's one more time. What's it called? Uh, the Cascade Brewing Creek. Creek. And that, that's K-R-I-E-K. the name of the drink. K-R-I-E-K. Okay. And yeah. the, you've, uh, you can find them at the local liquor stores, but the originally the brewery is based out of Portland, Oregon. Correct. So they yep. it's definitely an import from, from over there. What's yeah. what's the other beer you got? Or uh, you is, that the, is that another one from Oregon? Or? No, this one is from Greeley, uh, Wiley Roots Brewing Company. And okay. I just love the name. Funk Yo Couch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. But it is a uh, citra dry hop <laughs> sour. It's a Saison. It's a farmhouse <laughs> ale Saison. Yeah. I like that one but a lot more than I like it's it's more It's more blonde. Oh, here. Shout out to, shout out to Wiley okay. Roots Brewing. Uh, I've never had anything from Greeley. Everything local. Yeah, I haven't had any beer from Greeley before that either. That much better. Very hoppy, uh, I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's hoppy, but it's not, it's but not it's too sour. much. Like it's yeah. It looks I, um, like you can IPAs go. IPAs, I'm not. I don't do a really good job with, but th- that's pretty yummy. The mm-hmm. sour one that you had, the one that you were talking about, a little too much. Too for sour. Me, it, was yeah. like, <laughs> it was like someone put a warhead in that shit. I mean, so yeah. I love Josh my sour beers, so PBR. I love that one. PBR. Because we are classy. PBR and water. <laughs> PBR, formerly out of Wisconsin, now brewed in Texas. Mm. Uh, this, this Wiley Roots Funk Your Couch, I didn't need a beer though. lesson today. <laughs> 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 but you're getting one. I know. Here we go. It's, it's all right. It's, uh, what's the uh, ABV on that one, Ben? Uh, 6.3. Okay. And so what it's was like a nice Belgian gold Funk nail. Yo Couch. Funk Yo Couch. And that's from Wiley Roots Brewing Wiley Company. Roots from Greeley. Greeley. Like in Greeley. In Greeley. And yeah. it looks like oh you yeah. can go there. Monday and Tuesday they're closed. But Wednesdays and Thursdays from 4 to 10, and Fridays from 2 to 11, Saturday from 1 to 11, Sunday from 1 to 7, you can go in there and check out all their brews. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. assuming you just go in there and probably taste what they It's like uh, Goldspot. We're having the owners of Goldspot Brewery coming on in a couple weeks. Oh, right on. <laughs> and it's the same sort of thing. They're not open very much, but they you know, they brew their own beer there, and then... And they <laughs> you want to be you want to be on that show? I would love to be on that show. <laughs> I, I can try, but it's a, it's a dual show. It's, um, Fair enough. It's we uh, might have to travel for that. Um, yeah, we're gonna have to I travel can over to. We're gonna go to Arvada and do like and do that. <laughs> seven paces, then turn around. And <laughs> well, you don't want a sword fight. No, that's. I mean, that's the episode. <laughs> it's it's later on in later on in January. We're gonna have um, the owners of the Gold Spot Brewery Company. Brewery Company. Brewery. Jesus. And then mm-hmm. uh, the owners of the Noshery, and they're both um, the Noshery's little breakfast restaurant. Yeah. Awesome. They're. Fucking great food. That they have uh, really good food. So good. Yeah. Um, and they're located right next to Regis University. Both of these places, Gold Spot and the Nashery, they're located right next to Regis University on 40th and Lowell. Um, so definitely check that out and, and tune into that episode here in a few weeks. Um, maybe maybe we could get oh. you in on the phone or something. But that would, that would be cool. Um, mm. I'm just looking at Wiley Roots Brewing. On back, Facebook, back right to now. Wiley Roots. Sorry, we were just yeah. talking about Gold Spot, but we're going back to Wiley Roots. We're going back to <laughs> Wiley Roots just for a second because I love this beer. This beer is delicious. Turns out they're actually se- seven or eight years old now, founded in yeah. 2009, which makes them very cool and very original, right? As far as Colorado microbrews go, 
Yeah, and there are so many microbreweries here. Oh yeah, it's Indeed. nuts. I can't even can't even believe it. So, all right, cool. Um, good beers, good beers. So let's move on here to the actual girth of the show, <laughs> and we'll start with DIA. Now um, you're speaking Ben's language. Do I have to keep my <laughs> pants on? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, we're already la- we're already laughing enough. So yeah, keep them on. <laughs> Touche, salesman. Um, so let's just. I mean, I know a lot about this. What Ben? What do you know about DIA and like the different conspiracies and stuff that are there? Like, have you? What have you heard about this place? Jack shit, nothing. Nothing. Yep. Really? I'm not going to help you with this at all. You didn't hear. You haven't heard anything about DIA. <laughs> nope. Oh my gosh, we're about to blow wow. this kid's yeah, mind. No That's right. for sure. <laughs> Drew, I haven't watched TV in like eight months. I haven't news anything. But this DIA <laughs> thing has been, like since it's like freaking uh, opened in the nineties. Yeah. What is it? What are they? Are they hiding the chupacabra in the cha- the <laughs> trains? Or, or? That's just the thing. wait, my friend. That's the thing. You just wait. What do, you, what do you know about it, Chris? DIA opened in what, 1995, 1996? Yeah, somewhere around there. To replace Stapleton Airport. Yep. Right. Um, 1994. Wait. Sorry. No. I should go to the Wikipedia. Sorry, go I on, think Chris. The, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, when it happened, I mean, I was uh, 10 or 11 years old when it was opening, but the one thing that uh, comes to my brain is that I remember all of the delays and the right. time overruns and the cost overruns. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like super aware as a human being, as an, you know, being like that a, young, yeah. But I still do remember all of the, uh, all of the uh, news stories about oh, the opening is going to be delayed another month. The cost overrun is you know billions of dollars over cost and now that now that i'm an adult who thinks about these things uh to me it makes sense Mm -hmm. if if dia is truly like a secret military installation and or an nwo headquarters (laughs) or whatever Right. It makes sense that they would disguise all of that cost mm-hmm. and all of that time into an in, international into thing. I, yeah, into into this automated baggage system. Oh my that god! Right. Wasn't yeah. going to work because that was unquote. the thing. The <laughs> so DIA well was supposed to have the world's like first automated baggage system, mm-hmm. where bags, you know, it scanned the barcode of the bag and sent it wherever. DIA still miserably. doesn't have that. It failed right. miserably. DIA still doesn't have no, no, that. The thing they, about that, though, is that years the later. Stapleton Airport that we had already was fine. There was nothing wrong with it. There is really no clear answer on why they decided to build a new airport. Um, well, uh, let's let's dive into that right now. Sure. So, they, yeah. so basically, they opened DIA in 1995. Um, I believe it was supposed to open in 93. And then there were no oh man. There were all like the the delays you were talking yeah. about. Um, they had basically put delays on to to build more structures in mm-hmm. a way. I'm trying to find the actual thing about it right now. Oh, the underground bunkers. Here it is. Right. So there yeah. was yeah. like um, I'm on the I'm on the DenverPost.com, the definitive 
guide to the BIA conspiracy theories. Um, hey, they did put a Chick-fil-A in there last year. <laughs> that's, so that's proof of uh, the Christian Illuminati at its <laughs> finest. <laughs> well, maybe finally something different than Cinnabon. DIA hates. I know gays. Cinnabon and McDonald's. Oh my gosh, here, we go. here we go. So yeah, they um, from from what I understand, they had built these like buildings underneath the airport, and then they had to delay because they wanted to like bury the buildings basically they like kind of covered them up and never used them quote unquote um and yes like you said they they spent a lot of time on the automated um baggage service and it that's what they claimed had cost them these billions and billions right. of dollars which okay. speaking of that just just at at the beginning of it in 95 when it opened um it was sponsored and funded by there's there's actually a a, s- a stone tablet. This time capsule thing, I think, is the there's craziest yeah, part about the a, whole story. There's a stone tablet yeah. in the front of DIA that says, um, "The New World New World Airport New World Commission, Airport Commission. Yeah. contributed to the the funding of this." And Which, still if to you this look day, it up, it doesn't exist. Right, that doesn't exist, and to this day, we still well, don't know who actually funded all that money. Besides, the city did obviously their part, but no. like. The billions and billions of dollars that were put into it, nobody knows where it came from. So to play the devil's advocate, uh, when you build something large like an airport or a stadium or something, even if you're getting most of your money from the city, from tax dollars, you still have to form a corporation, even if it's a temporary corporation, Yeah, just to you know satisfy tax laws and you know, pay subcontractors and everything else. So the New World Airport Commission was at least supposedly sure. the, um, you know, the, the temporary corporation that okay. was set up to to fund the airport, or not to fund the airport, but to distribute the funds and decide okay how the airport was built. And that's uh, if you go down to Union Station... They have the same thing down there, don't they? Some sort of like they flag. do. If you if you come from the north the towards north. towards uh, towards the underground tunnel uh, that goes down to the bus station, there there's actually a plaque that has a creepily similar name. I don't remember okay. what it is, but it's, it's something like, like New World Transportation oh, Company okay. or well, something. And that's all very valid. Like everything <laughs> that you're saying, I definitely agree with. The weird thing about it, though, is that that, that stone that we're talking about right now right. has some sort of weird-ass time capsule. Sure. That and can only be opened at a certain yeah. year, and it has a message for those people for the certain year, like... Long story right. short, you know, there's it's, a lot of things, it's you know. right here. It says, um, the time capsule to be opened in 2094 contains coins, a signed opening day ball from Coors Field, Mayor Wellington Webb's sneakers, and a few Black Hawk casino tokens, among other items. Among other items. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, we have no idea what those <laughs> Do other items are. Do you think those sneakers will not stink by 2094? Oh, my God. They're probably fantastic. He probably, like, <laughs> he probably w- like wore them barefoot for a few weeks and then threw them in there. So, so, so anyway, an interesting right thing. It, it kind of looks uh, like they've, they've, they've. I like mean, here's an interesting uh, thing. What am I trying to say? They've, they've, they've made it clear what that stone is and what it means. 
the theory behind it is that the Freemasons have controlled the airport since it opened, basically, and that's that's what the New Quote World unquote, Airport new Commission world. is supposed yeah. to oh, of course. be. And that's yeah. so they're trying to make some sort of new world order, starting with, I mean, and they and, and it's funny that that you say like we say new world order and stuff with this because it's definitely coming at some point in time, and then to to add on top of that new world stuff, you got the art in DIA that you right. walk around and you see all these paintings of like and they're bizarre. It, it just looks like it it looks like it's like it says right here, artistic clues to the apocalypse. Like yeah. you see the first one with it's it's a guy he's he looks like he's in kind of an old maybe a little Russian uniform. Yeah, it's a wearing Russian a gas um, mask. Wearing a gas mask, right. holding an A K forty seven, um with a bayonet. Right, little and sweet little families hugging each other. Exactly, because well, they're terrified. Yeah, he's holding the sword, and he's it looks like he's swinging the sword towards this like family of people. Um, and then there's also like behind this family, there's it looks like a bunch of sick and diseased people like walking through a line, like they're going mm-hmm. to some sort of camp. You know what I mean? Right. But and here's what confuses me: the rainbow. And that's that's the weird thing about it is there's all these pictures with fucking weird symbols in it and stuff you know and so um, maybe that's so artist leo tanguma maybe that's his like beacon of hope is the rainbow that takes up 10 percent of the mural on top where the rest of it is you know fucking and that's the interesting thing about art is that you can interpret it in so many ways like obviously that art piece is extremely controversial and it's terrifying and it's just weird right but you never really know the person who actually made the art you don't really know what they're trying to go for you know and it might not be as scary as we're thinking but i mean when you look at it you're like well what the fuck is this yeah Yeah. well i mean maybe you you don't know the artist's mindset when they're actually making the art so you don't know exactly what purpose they're making that art for like why are they doing it that way why they're putting this and that the rainbow to be the focal point you know, that like, you know, like a symbol of hope or he could have wanted, you know, depending on the artist, I have no yeah. idea, could have wanted to actually show this terrifying shit going on. You know what I mean? Like, the yeah. art is just bizarre. There's no denying that. And who, whatever, you know, right. you know, whatever the artist was, it, it, their intentions, it's bizarre. That's sure, just all absolutely. it is. Yeah. And then and to make things even more bizarre, we move on to another photo or another um, portrait in DIA that shows all these like. It, it looks like extinct animals. They're, they're animals in glass cages. Yeah, uh, a penguin in a glass box. Like, like on display somehow. And then you got and all these kids. Sea turtle. Was that? Is that a leopard? Yeah. Fire and it looks like a, a dead cheetah. And then there's a whale with blood all around it. Yeah. Like, 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 why would you put this art up in an international airport that millions and billions of people are going to go through. This like, picture this itself creepy. just looks like an acid trip. <laughs> it, it really, it does. really it does. But it's reminiscent of like, you know, like there's the sea life that's dead. There's the air life that's dead. There's yep, the land life that is dead. The the huge fire behind everybody. And Everybody's terrified. Like, yeah. uh, um, And then you got uh, like underneath all these people, there's it looks like there's the Native uh, American. The Native American uh, like it's caskets. Oh, that is. Oh, yeah. It that is, is caskets. That is three people right on the there. bottom. Oh, yeah. So you got oh. Langan you got caskets. And it, and it looks like it's three different races. Well, and there's, an a, there's the dead cheetah. There's the dead turtle. Yeah, Everything you, is dead in this picture yeah. besides the little terrified children. Josh, you're right, though. It is, it is a black person 
a uh, Native American, uh, Hispanic and, or Native American, and then a white, and person. A white person. Well, it is Native American. You could tell by the um, his headdress, oh, like yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the 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 feathers. So, yeah. like, yeah. I mean, what 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 kind of stuff does this tell people? Oh, yeah, you know what, what, I mean? what like, does what the do bird you? in the cage mean? Like, what is you know? There's it. There's so much symbolism in there, and, and you then can never really well, interpret. And then why are it's, they doing this? So it's Quetzal. It's Quetzalcoatl, which was um, Quetzalcoatl was like the symbol of uh, native Mexicans before uh, the Spanish Inquisition, okay. and it was their symbol of freedom. Okay. So the fact that Quetzalcoatl is now like flying into a glass box with its own name on it, right? Uh, no, uh, and that's crazy. why I'm yeah. so glad that it looks like the Denver skyline right there. It says yeah. extinct on the name tag. And see, on that's not something that we would have picked out by ourselves. You know no. what I mean? Like, I appreciate you being here. You're very so intelligent. I mean, like, <laughs> for sure. I mean, yeah. and then there's there's a positive one for sure. There's a positive <laughs> kind of, I guess, like piece of art that it's got a bunch of children from the world. That Except for the like dead zombie thing at the bottom. At the, but that's, <laughs> what, that's <laughs> that dead zombie thing is the same zombie thing at the top here. Right, right. And it so looks like they're celebrating the death of right, that the first one terrible that we, thing. The first one we had talked about with the guy that's basically sending all these people into camps, it looks like, and just kind of taking over the world the next the last photo or portrait you see is of him dead and everyone celebrating peace and, and well all it's stuff. got the doves so it's a sign so of the peace sign as well peace, yeah, but i mean if you look there's says peace french and american they both yeah. are kids are holding bags that have swords coming out and you look in the other side it's english and irish and they english. have swords coming out of yep. the bag yeah yeah so it, it it is about like spiritual warfare or cultural warfare right even the one, even the one about peace. Yep. Yep. And then you yeah, got yeah, there's absolute. a star of David oh, wrapped yeah. around Israeli? the sword. Yeah. The, and think that's Italy's flag right there. That's not no, Italy, that's, that's uh, Jordan. Is that, oh, is no, no, that's the Middle East. Yep. Yeah, I think that's Jordan. You're right, you're right. I think I'm, it's Jordan. Okay. I stand corrected. Italy has the same colors. I'm gonna, it's just I'm not gonna the go same. ahead and say that that is Pakistan. Who wants to take a, a vote? I think it's Jordan. Pakistan flag. But it's still Middle East, though. Let's see. Oh, no. Yeah, oh, I mean the Pakistan flag has a moon and a star in it. So it's all green now. So you're probably right. It probably is Jordan. Um, but that, I mean, that's, you know, yeah. war, violence, hate, something they have on there. Okay. It's Jordan. So, yeah. Um, so Jordan and, and Israel, like, banding which is, together. Which is like, funny because the New World Order doesn't want peace between Israel right. and Jordan. That is, like, the one New of World the main Order things that they've made very clear is they don't want that. From strife all around and the world, and that's that's not only in just like what things that they have said, but this is also in like very ancient mm. religions, which oh. is even crazier, you know. Absolutely, I mean, on this same photo, there's there's a little. Um, it looks like a kind of a poem that one of the let me let me see if I can find exactly where it is. So, uh, someone is it looks like dropping a piece of paper, and it has all this this writing on it, and it's. You know, very low key. You can't really see unless you really look at it. But it says, I was once a little child who longed for other worlds, but I am no more a child for I have known fear. I have learned to hate. How tragic, then, is youth which lives with enemies, with gallows, uh, ropes. Yet I still believe I only sleep today that I'll wake up a child again and start to laugh and play. So it sounds like a cleansing sort of thing, like you're, you're – be starting fresh again, starting as a child, starting new, 
Is or it? this this person that has written this is like wanting to do that. And well, you know? and that sounds all very nice and innocent, but that's kind of like what the whole new world order is about: is starting is fresh, right. wiping people, cleansing, yeah. Hitler, and purifying. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, exactly. So sure, that might all sound fine and dandy, but you know what I mean. But like, what are the, what are the means that they're willing to go to to make this happen to their their ideal? Yeah, and, and then so so moving on from the artwork, like you got. There's there's the crazy like gargoyles that are hanging out in the suitcases, which I think is kind of cool because gargoyles are a gargoyles symbol are of protectors. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a symbol of like protection. Well, and, so and they're scary as fuck. Don't get me wrong. But <laughs> um, so oh, I was reading. I was just reading. I was reading something on there. Keep going back up. Going back up. Going back. Oh, other way. Sorry. Oh, down. Going back down. Okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, from the art, you got the the gargoyles in the in the suitcases, which is kind of cool because it's like, oh, we're gonna protect you, you know. But then you have the fucking giant um, uh, Mustang Bronco out in front yeah, of the, the airport. The yeah, the blue that the blue Mustang. Yeah, that a lot of people say is haunted or cursed because it killed the it person that killed. Made it. Yeah, it killed <laughs> the maker. Um, it fell on him and killed yeah, him. the head section, the head and neck section fell yeah. on fell on him and killed him. Yeah. Read uh, the next. Ben, read the next really paragraph, though. I'm here. just saying, just read the next paragraphs or so. You can see just. Can I? Can oh I yeah, just we're gonna underground yeah, bases. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I just I do a brief that. aside to tell you my biggest problem with the blue Mustang? Oh yeah, go for it. Is that it has a far too detailed asshole <laughs> and for nuts. any sculpture. <laughs> it's quite detailed. It really yeah. is That's like veins true. and That's shit. I've heard well, that like, a lot. Well, <laughs> even <laughs> Ben's asshole wasn't that. Some big. people are into bestiality, I guess. <laughs> oh the one God. thing that like it like kind of drives me insane though is that everybody keeps telling me that this horse crazy ass fucking crazy demon yeah, horse. what is its name um i can't remember I honestly keep, i really I'll feel like it. i should know going, that I'll like i'm it. a denver right you know what i mean um <laughs> it's okay I but um it. no uh the the but thing um, is is that like they're saying that like <laughs> <laughs> i got your reference sorry <laughs> sorry that's a how i made it this horse isn't supposed to have any electric power so the fact that this eyes glow red is not supposed to happen right and mm. that's like, I mean, obviously there's got to be something. I mean, it's not yeah. obviously electrically powered, but there's got to be, be something that makes their eyes look so red. Yeah. I mean, uh, maybe it's a chupacabra. <laughs> maybe, maybe it is a chupacabra, Ben. Just hanging out <laughs> in the fucking horse. Maybe it's a caballo cabra. A horse sucker. <laughs> um, so, oh yeah, there was the, the uh, um, in one of the tiles in DIA. Um, speaking, moving on, like going from the art to like the other shit that's oh. around it. There's a tile that has a looks like a mining cart, and on the on the side of the mining cart, it says A U A G, which are these symbols gold for gold and silver. You would think, yeah, totally. Um, penis. And uh, I'm looking or at penis, I'm looking whatever. up at the Chive right now, basically, and they're they're talking. Obviously, the Chive isn't the best website to like Chive totally reference, but like it's source. the first one I get to find. Yeah. It's better um, than Fox. But no, a lot of these things, though, have been sourced in other places. I mean, this, the Chive didn't just make this yeah, up. Yeah, and it says, um, the it w- sorry, at a glance, uh, AUAG would logically be the symbols for gold and silver, but that meaning is called into question when you find out that one of the founders of the airport also discovered a new deadly strain of hepatitis known as Australia antigen, also called AUAG. It has been rumored that AUAG could be a potent weapon in biological warfare. When you found this out, it opened my eyes to a hundred incredible things. 
And so basically Josh was telling me, you know, like DIA was built. It's one of the largest airports. It's got a lot of really interesting oh, it, things. It a has lot of people the go largest through. land area. So if somebody wanted to hurt the mass population of people, they could just go ahead and just release some sort of terrible biological well, warfare the at DIA. The thing about that was that it, there's, there's almost spread. there's six billion people that have gone through that go through DIA um, in a year. And unless you've never flown a plane in your life, you most likely have gone through DIA exactly. in some right. way exactly. or another, huh. going across the country, going somewhere else. Well, so what? And what not only that, it's, read the, it's read the last in America. Sentence. A lot of people would at least, if you ha if you're not going to Denver, you would have at least had ha have stopped there. You know what I mean? Like Denver DIA is one of the biggest. Right, places. you've you've made a stop to like for a layover or something. And, and so if if they decided that they wanted to do that. Everybody would be exposed and everybody well, what, would spread it. Right, and all you'd have to do is release and that little biological. Is, is the most important part, right? Right. And it's yeah, all you have to do is infect those few people or have a few things around the airport that are already infected with something, and then everybody touches it, and it's yep. just fucked. So read I'm the last. I got it. It could be yeah. that hepatitis. <laughs> it could be any sort of anything fucking crazy. That's like no, and and yeah, and the the thing about it, like what Ben is screaming at me to read. <laughs> um, the symbol on the tile is placed right in front of the biological warfare mural. So that brings another perspective into it because you got – and that the biological warfare one is the one with the, guy, the, with the sword and everyone's walking. They look all sick. So that makes a lot of sense that they're going to you know, release some sort of biological weapon so on DIA. So just your, your personal fucked. opinion, do you think that these art pieces are a warning? Or do you think that it's just kind of telling of what's coming? <sighs> do you think that they're doing this because they want you to take it, you know, step in and take action? Or do you think that they're just, they're I'm hoping that you don't even know what the fuck's going Let's on? Let's start with Chris on that. Um, oh, that's a tough question. Um, I do actually kind of think that uh, the artist perceived what was going on and tried to like a kind of insinuate yeah kind of tried to insinuate a message through the murals um to i mean every single person in the world everybody basically. yeah i mean be <laughs> they're all gonna see it when you go through well the yeah it's absolutely correct that dia is a major hub of um air traffic carriers right in the country right. and in the world, um, and to maybe to maybe I would just maybe it's maybe it's just the artist in me that would like to think that the art that the artist who painted those murals saw kind of what was happening and Wanted tried to, to give a warning. But well, and uh, the thing that I keep thinking about is like the whole um, the Illuminati, the mm -hmm. New World Order, has a lot to do with Freemasons. Freemasons have been around for a long time. I actually have a very close family member who is a Freemason. Mm -hmm. He's a very pure person, and he would never hurt anybody else. There's a lot of Freemasons out there. We've talked about this. Oh, sure, times. absolutely. Yeah, a lot of Freemasons that have no idea what's uh, going on. Freemasonry, but Freemasonry is kind of like Scientology in the fact that you can be one of many lower ranks right. before you 
actually find out what's exactly, going on, exactly. on at the top. So, like, my somebody, I'm not going to name this person, but the yeah. person that I, you know, very close to me is a Freemason, has been his all his life, very much older than me. He's a very good guy. He built a lot of the things in his state and, you know, established a lot of things on his own in his old age, you know what I mean? But at the same time, I guarantee you this guy would never, you know, perpetuate any of the terrible things that they talk about when you talk about the New World and the Illuminati. And I want to, well, I want to go because off it's on, not I want to like elaborate on that. Because he's not because at that he's, rank. He's, he's a peon. Not, exactly, yeah, he's exactly. not, so he's he, not anybody that's and making those decisions. And he's, you know, a decisions. wealthy person, and he, you know, he's a Freemason of sorts, you know, he's definitely made his name in the community, but he is not, that's what I'm saying, this whole point oh, yeah, here exactly. is that there's different ranks here, you know what I mean? And like, I, I think that's a very important point to point out about Freemasonry right. or about um, Scientology or any of these kind of cultish right. um, organizations is that the, the people calling the shots, the people pulling the strings are not anybody who makes up the masses of – any of, of that these. organization. Exactly, it's exactly. Scientology included. I mean, Scientology, Absolutely. I have my very, very strong opinions sure. on Scientology. Let's hold but that yes, for another I mean, time. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it's not like any of these certain people, a lot of these people aren't just bad people. They're just kind of, you know, buying into something. That's oh, of course crazy. they're not. Like they're, they're no worse or better than we are. Exactly, they're, exactly. They're just like us. I have and a, a really good bud like who's a Scientologist, and I haven't seen him in years because of that, but I would never discredit him as a person. Sure. He was an amazing yeah. person. No, absolutely. I mean? And he's not hes not the kind of nefarious person that's pulling strings exactly. behind and he's geopolitics not. Uh, well, the, What like makes we're me about. upset about that whole situation is that he is the peon. He is the one well, that they course, are but we're all victimizing. We're all peons. I mean, it is true. It's true. In society, it, in religion, it doesn't even fucking matter. You're yeah. If you correct. voted in this last election, which I did, I did my civic duty. I hope you all did as well. Oh, yes. We, we all voted. This but was if actually you, the if first you voted, year that I voted. If you well, high five to that. I'm also not that <laughs> much older than 18. <laughs> I'm in but quite a few years, but I mean, it's not like I've had 12 elections under my belt. <laughs> I mean, the, the truth is we are all peons because we pay taxes. And it doesn't even matter if you, like, own a house and pay property taxes. It doesn't even matter if you, like, dodge your income taxes. Anytime you buy anything at a store, you're paying sales tax. Mm -hmm. You're still funding that system. You know, yep. yeah, we're, we're all we're all you fund that more yep. than any other tax in the entire yep. world. Yep, we are all we're all peons. Either that or repeat on. <laughs> um, God, yes, please. Um, so I've just I've been uh, letting you guys kind of chat while I uh, kind of look up some other stuff. The guy who made the art. That DIA is named uh, Leo Leo Tenguma, Tenguma yeah. and his art is very weird to begin with. He's got some very strange art that looks very apocalyptic, um, y even if it's not a DIA. Like his his art is just apocalyptic to begin with. So, knowing that, I w I w I'm curious why they chose his art. You know, being able to see what he's done before, like why would you choose that? Unless they had some sort of, you know, maybe maybe it was. 
an inside job and someone was like we need to fucking hire hire someone to warn everybody because this is, this is, I mean, this is fucked but but i just i don't understand why they would hire that get, Can get I someone to do that kind of art um and uh it just kind of scares people i feel like you know like it, you go and look at it and you're like everyone's fucking dying and i don't want to deal with this and it's just it's crazy that that they would put that sort of artwork in there. If you're ever at DIA, definitely go check it out and like look at it for a while and take it in because it's creepy as hell. It um, almost makes you want to go through Detroit, uh, Detroit International Airport. What is your <laughs> question? Okay, so um, is it possible maybe that the New World Order conspirators who were in charge of creating DIA actually did some reverse psychology by commissioning an artist that they knew would paint some creepy shit thinking that it that his art would create conspiracy theories of its own and distract from the other I would, I would, think I would take it a, I would take it a step mystery. further I would take it a step further and say that it was more of a desensitizing thing Right, they chose yeah. him to desensitize people from what's going to happen. So they're like, oh, this is, you know, at first they're like, oh, I'm super scared. And then after the 10th time, they're like, okay, yeah, this is kind of cool, I guess. And then when it actually starts happening, they'll be like, oh, fuck. Right. That they makes a lot of sense. You, you, know, know, like, you and I are talking on the same page. Yeah. Um, well, and they, they had established those things so that you could see them for years and years and years before you ever start you know, actually thinking about actually anything. Yeah. So you're like, oh, well, those DIA pictures, whatever, they've been there forever. I've seen those a hundred times. They don't mean anything. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. And it's it's tough. I Every time I go there, I had, I get creeped out every single time. Um, so I want to I want to move on to the bunkers that yeah. were that were built underneath. There were five different bunkers. Um, let's see. Going back to the website that the chive that has all these different you know speculations and stuff it's uh, <laughs> it has a photo of a blueprint of five buildings that were mysteriously buried during the early days of construction and you can of find the this Airport. picture on other places oh yeah i mean it's, chive, it's, it's I mean. everywhere this is just the first one that popped up the chive just happens to have a very nice you know uh organization of oh yeah <laughs> yeah and they've done their own little kind of story okay. um so it says that they built all these they they were fully constructed, and they were just deemed po- they were just positioned incorrectly, and so Quote instead of demolishing the buildings, they were just buried. They just buried the buildings, um, but these buildings are super close to the underground tunnels mm-hmm. that are down there. Why you know th- of course they're gonna fucking connect to those buildings. Of course, like that in itself, just knowing that there's buildings underneath there you know that have just been buried and not even like destroyed or anything just buried that leads me to believe that there's some meetings going on and a lot of people say that it's cia meetings that happen underneath dia and uh you know the the fbi like crazy secret top level nine clearance sort of things that happen there um <coughs> and it's it, it would not surprise me at all that's basically um, what i'm saying is well it would not surprise me that they're using it. i mean it wouldn't be very surprising that they would have that station here oh, in denver mm-hmm. absolutely i mean colorado is a very <laughs> military and politically strategic location and we have norad we have um the radar domes out at buckley air force base mm-hmm. even that the school uh, of mines actually has a lot of um really like Significant things, a lot of uh, sci- scientist stuff 
kind of like mm-hmm. Lockheed Martin and stuff like that. Sure. That comes out of School of Mines. Like we have a lot of really central based things that are important to the secrets oh, and the integrity. Absolutely, of, and know. that's, I mean, like that's kind of the fact that I I hope we get back to about DIA is facts about DIA. And, well, that, I, I'm that just I'm just going through the different conspiracy yeah, that things. Corroborate um, different and aspects this of is a conspiracy. this is a really awesome little story that that blew my mind when I read it and it really led me to believe that there's more going on here. Um, those underground bases we're talking about or the underground buildings are believed to be bases like bunkers, like mm-hmm. uh, like like apocalyptic bunkers, like like you would go there to to survive something. Oh, of so course. check this out. So in September 27th, when Comet Elenin passed by the Earth, barely missing us by 22 miles, barely missing a, a comet, barely mi- did you hear about this? 22 miles. 20, 22 miles. Uh, Some say that the comet, if it would have hit the Earth, it would have sent us back to the Stone Age. Like we would have been fucked. And conveniently enough, President Obama was ushered to Denver to hang out here for a little bit. Was right around DIA. Because if it if it were to happen, there's an underground base there that, he, that they could have taken the leader to to keep safe. Right. Absolutely understand and agree with that. Was that I mean, was that the comet that passed through that uh, passed through over Russia that we saw footage of like that huge fireball? That kind of like uh, well, <coughs> no, that, was that, that was a meteor that actually hit the hang ground. On, hang on, sorry, Ben. Sorry, I hadn't because what did you say? Was that, that one actually hit the ground. It wasn't just a comet. Okay. It was a meteorite. Yeah. Actually, yeah. that one hit the ground. Okay, so this was like 2011. Is looks like when this article was produced. The, yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, so going okay. so on uh, space.com, it's it had a, a, a an article in October of 2011, mm-hmm. which is when this was, you know, it's September 27th. That would make sense like that, you know, um, basically uh, uh, flew uh, due to the comet. Hold Indian on. Made its flight 22 Earth, million miles. See, that's that's the part that the chive missed, and that's the part that I had. And that's issue you know, with. And this is why I'm going to look up other yeah. stuff to do 22 some fact checks. Twenty-two million so. miles, but not twenty-two miles. Well, if it were twenty-two miles, it would have been in our atmosphere, and it would have burned up in a fantastic fireball. Or hit. You the were Earth. right, though. Twenty-two million miles. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah, which um, is still a small distance in can, can in interplanetary space. distances. Yeah. Absolutely, I just that was the problem I had with the Chive article was I didn't believe the twenty-two mile thing. What you got, Ben? Well, I was just saying I was just looking at that. The comet said it was measured between two three miles big itself. Yeah, before mm-hmm. it broke up. So I mean that's still a big so ass rock. It looks like it broke up before it got close enough, and that's when it, it like decided to pass go the the miles away yeah but um if anybody's yeah if anybody's checking out the chive article it wasn't 22 miles no they they (laughs) just forgot to put million in there either way (laughs) uh you know it's just a small our gravitational pull is pretty far you know it goes a pretty long distance so like you were saying that isn't that far of a distance and the fact that they had him there 
just just in just in case just in case just yeah what a coincidence yes. know, yeah and that's you know yeah. this is this is the conspiracy thing you know well, is I that love I love you know they were so concerned but they didn't tell fucking anybody else of course <laughs> not <laughs> of course not no fucking way um fucking deep impact yeah and Armageddon I, style shit but at the same time, like what happened? Deep impact. That is that the gay like, porn you started? And that's just gonna cause widespread. Oh uh, no, that was just last night in the back of my car. <laughs> <laughs> the with the like, if there was an apocalyptic event to have happened, like a meteor, if they would have announced it on the news, oh, widespread would have panic oh, yeah, they would have went into chaos. They and then, they but like, like the, I, I'm, I'm just yeah, assuming absolutely. the reason that they didn't say that is because obviously nothing happened. We're alive right here, right now. If they would have announced that and everybody took shelter, like, think of all the pillaging and the raping and, like, you know what I mean? Game like, of Thrones, here we seriously, go. seriously, like, <laughs> it takes one sort of media. Ben, I'll event handle the pillaging. To, like, really just destroy the I society. guess I'll bend over. <laughs> I know. You know what I mean? So I, I get why they didn't say anything, but, like, that, that also terrifies me in the same sense. Like, what if actually really something is happening? Nobody's going to know. Everybody's going to oh. fucking die because nobody says anything. And that's, I mean, that's. If you believe that your government is going to tell you if the world is ending, then you're just delusional. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I mean, Not only because their own like ulterior motives, but also at the same time, they don't want to cause widespread panic for no reason. Which I don't think that they should. I mean... <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm guessing it's gonna be like a World War Z status where it just breaks out and just like well we're all fucked. Yep, and here we are. <laughs> no one even knows what the hell's going on. Just get the important people out of the way. There's so many different things that could happen as far as like apocalyptic stuff. You know, like just for the U.S. if we got EMP'd, if our big cities had some electromagnetic pulses go through mm-hmm. it, or if our satellites got taken down, which is a lot easier than EMPing. Yeah, you just wait till it floats above. <laughs> I'm, l- I'm, looking at, I'm looking at you, North Korea. <laughs> but I mean, you take down it's our satellites, <laughs> and, and we're gone. It's um, called golden space uh, warfare. Speaking of EMP, did you know that uh, Chuck Norris kicked Neo out of Zion, so he's no longer the one; he's the two. Yeah, I got that from Martin. Yes, I did. <laughs> I mean, our, so uh, to, to bring it back to local DIA, Chuck Norris. Some, <laughs> I mean, let's let's look at some undisputed DIA facts. DIA has the largest land area of any U.S. airport. I did, yeah, I did want to get into that. Um, for sure. It has runways that are constructed beyond the maximum uh, military specification for runway construction in terms of asphalt depth and road base depth under that it is i didn't know that dia is very much i mean just based on these undisputed facts uh dia is very much a secondary landing space for anything from air force one to b-52 bombers to you know whatever else yeah no it's and it honestly like i it makes so much sense that it would be some sort of uh, like underground base of operations. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like a, like a war room. We're right sort. in the center of the country. In the mountains. Yeah. Like you, yep. We got the military bases here as well too. And it's, yeah, it, exactly. would, it would just make so much yeah. sense to put that in there. NORAD, Fort Carson. Yeah, Buckley. Uh, Buckley. Um, um, and it, I mean, shit, man. And you got the stuff up in uh, Wyoming too. There's another base up there. And 
Cheyenne, I think. I can't remember. Um, uh, God damn it. Um, it's, uh, I was in ROTC in high school. I went there, actually. I went there in I Boy was Scouts. Fort Carson. Um, no, Guernsey. Fort Carson is in what is it? Was it? Guernsey. Guernsey. Fort Guernsey. And that's that's the that's like, uh, the Fort Carson kind of in Fort Carson in, in Guernsey, Colorado. Wyoming. Yeah. Fort Fort Carson is in Colorado Springs. It's in. I was just about. Oh, shit I can't that came remember. Um, no, it was so Guern- no, that was, it was that Guernsey, one? Wyoming, though. I remember that for a fact. Um, Sergeant Major J was a dick. Oh, that's, <laughs> that was his name. I was Sergeant Major J. You forgot I about him. Well, he kicked old asshole so quick. He, I was just talking about we were eating steak yesterday and I was failing at cutting it and I was like I had to go take a cutting like a proper cutting class <laughs> ROTC. Uh, it was uh, Camp Guernsey. Okay. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that and that it's Wyoming. It still War, sucked. Right. Warren Warren Air Force Base is the one in Cheyenne near Cheyenne. No, no, yeah. this was uh, Army, not Air Force. Mm. Oh, we were talking about Air Force then. Oh, get well, on the same page. Sorry, shit. <laughs> Excuse me. So yeah, just just with a quick. We'll we'll kind of close it out with that. Like obviously, there's a lot more to talk about with DIA when it comes to those conspiracies. Like those are just a very select few conspiracy things. You know, we didn't even dive into what they actually could be, but just giving those little tiny hints. Like go look it up, go check some stuff mm-hmm. out, go watch some documentaries, go you know whatever. Like it, it it's if that's your bag. If you don't like conspiracies, then don't do it because you're probably gonna hate it. But that's one of my favorite things about the DIA conspiracies is that. There's enough there for people that are into conspiracies, but there's also enough fact there that has has its own reasoning behind it for, sure. for people that are just rational and logical. For sure. You know, like the the runway construction. Sure, that, it makes that looks sense. like a swastika. <laughs> uh, but like the but it makes sense. That's, that's, that's how you would do it. Makes sense that it's. A secondary military base because right. of where we're located. Right. Um, you know, it, it does. And the only thing that I'm scared of is like, w- if something does go down, are they going to allow the general public into that base? Not at all. Not at all. I know. No. And, and I know they're going to usher us into FEMA camps, which they're building very and rapidly. Mm-hmm. Which Ooh, is crazy. That's another conspiracy yeah. we could talk about. What is what is FEMA mm-hmm. camps? Uh, federal Emergency Management right, well, yeah, yeah, Agency. Yeah. They're, uh, I mean, uh, that's, that's basically a fucking concentration camp for the most part. Or they could turn it, it into is. it. So absolutely, it is. Um, God, yeah, and <laughs> that movie, uh, 2012, with John Cusack, where they had like preparations for everything. Like there was. Did you ever see that movie? I no, I it's didn't pretty bad. It. It's really. I mean, bad. I've had a preparation age, but I've never seen it's that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad, but like they, you find out that there's all these government bases that have like they're giant boats, basically. So they just hide in these boats, and they have all the food they need for like 30 years. Or, well, it's just mm. like a safe haven, but you had to be rich enough to buy a ticket to get on. Got it. You had to have enough money to get on, or or have some sort of, you know thing to contribute you know mm-hmm. what i mean if you were su- if you were super smart like a crazy good scientist oh god i'm w- i'm winning with words right now um, <laughs> clearly but yeah like it, it, and that's kind of what this that would re- that's kind of how i feel what would happen if mm-hmm. if the apocalypse went down the little people the people that fucking work for all these other you know the rich people that make all the money and like the people that can afford this stuff like we all work for you to get that and now we're just gonna die because you guys get the ticket to these 
special underground bases sure. to save us from oh, the apocalypse. You know, it's it sucks, but that's that's the way of life. <laughs> I guess um, the strong survive, or the people with money survive. Yeah. Right. Now, uh, I mean, am I am I the only one who has read about these FEMA camps that are being built? Uh, I believe else? so. Yeah, because yep. I haven't heard much about that. So let's okay. go. Let's go into it a little bit. Um. So I mean, uh, seems from what I've read, allegedly, I I want to be careful to not speak anything as truth if I don't know it to be truth. Uh, but allegedly, uh, FEMA is building camps, uh, massive camps that are surrounded by huge chain link fences in places like Oklahoma, Northern Texas, uh, and other places around the world. Um, and, and the thought is that at some point there might be a manufactured crisis in the country, whether it's, uh, whether it's a, uh, terror terrorist attack, Terrorist. For those of you that are listening, I'm I'm doing the air quotes, air quotes. because terrorist, terrorist is a he really tricky a tricky uh, uh, concept. Subject. But um, you know whether it's yeah whether it's uh, you know natural disasters or terrorist attacks or anything else. Uh, allegedly, FEMA is building camps federal emergency management agency is building massive camps to house massive people massive amounts of people and it looks like it's um, there according to the conspiracy theorists it looks like they're preparing for a future declaration of martial law yeah it could be uh, i mean it could be anything and, and so then and that declaration of martial law would come on the tail end of a terrorist attack right or someone getting elected into office that no one really wanted to get elected into office (laughs) (laughs) riots (laughs) riots starting but i mean like (laughs) uh, this i mean this might be a good transition into the 9-11 conspiracy talk but i mean the greatest expression of martial law that we've ever seen in this country is the patriot act which yes. still exists today, which was actually written and passed through Congress before 9-11 happened. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Yeah, let's uh, let's go into 9-11 then Pause after these FEMA caps. Do you, want, you guys want to take a break? I think yeah, it's, it's probably about time. You guys, guys want to take a break? Yeah, and we'll then take talk a break. about 9-11. Yeah, that's, yes. that's a good segue. Um, I'll play the South Park 9-11 song. I'm kidding. <laughs> we are going to – we'll take a short break. This is uh, Twist Lime. We'll be back. This is my lucky day. Take me far away. If you're playing, I'll go first. This is my lucky day. For sure. Nothing's going my way. Oh, but I've seen things go worse. Could you stay home? just a little longer. It's like I'm drifting.
All right, welcome back to the Twist My Arm podcast. That last band that you heard was a band called Of Course Not. They are out of Kansas. Uh, that song was called Stranded. I really like them. Um, they're, they're a lot of fun. I think I've played them on previous episodes, but then again, I've had a couple episodes that have gotten fucked, and I've had to delete them. So they might they might have been on one of those episodes. Um, so I wanted to play them again because I like them. Hey, Josh, just yes. real quick to clarify, were you recording for... For a good minute. All of that conversation. It's okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, cool. No, it's fine. I just wanted to know. I have it recorded, <laughs> though. <laughs> good. So. Yeah, you, you can include it. Yeah. Yeah. We had some, we had some uh, showings earlier, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> it's like a first um, Friday <laughs> art opening. Kind of. <laughs> in a way. Except it was just Ben's fly. <laughs> 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 Tell you, Fabio would have loved it. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so conspiracies. <laughs> um, we've so we're back. Yeah, we've we've been covering. I mean, we basically just covered DIA and what was the other one that we talked about? The FEMA uh, camp stuff and yeah. the chupacabras and all that shit. And the FEMA camp talk led into nine eleven. Right, which, which is, is what we're going to talk about now. now yeah. um, which obviously nine eleven was a tragic fucking thing and stupid. So many people died. Like, should have never happened. You know, why do people have to do this? And that's the question of 9-11 is why did that happen? 
Uh, can I start with the most broad question of all about sure. 9-11 sure. for debate and okay. discussion? Okay. Was 9-11 the act of Islamic terrorists? Again, Quote listeners, unquote. I'm using Quote air unquote. quotes. <laughs> or was it the act of uh, the U.S. government and crisis actors? And if that's the case, then why? Sure. Yeah. So, Ben, let well, me hear your thoughts. Well, there is uh, Thanks, a video Chris. I saw on um, Facebook not too long ago. Um, the helicopter, right after the first tower was starting to go down, and the second one got hit, helicopter was right above it, but the way that the, the news recorded it, the you, can only, yeah, you can only see a certain part, and they claimed that the helicopter is using to blow the smoke from the tower in a certain direction so you couldn't see, and there's also an explosion, and then the <laughs> tower drops, so it... No, yeah, we'll, we'll, and we'll definitely get into that stuff, too. Um, I think, I mean, is in a, in a, just to answer the question real quick, was it was it Islam terrorism, or do you I think, think it, it might have been government? an inside job. Okay, so you're on the inside job side. I don't think that there's a whole lot of um, evidence to prove that it was because Islamic. Of Islam. Yeah. Sure. I mean, or anything that has to do with anything related to that. Well, and it's the the only thing that proved that it was people, you know, that were terrorists, quote unquote, and f you know, Islamic and stuff was what, with that the hijackers, they quote unquote? right, and they somehow out of all the rubble they found their passports, passports. and IDs yeah. and stuff, right. and I were able it to was make just them. entire so planes and skyscrapers yeah. burned to the ground. Yeah. But and they found the pound. They were passports. totally intact. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pictures no. are yeah. clear as day. Like. No. Did they find any black boxes? No, um, I don't think they did. I don't think they found any black no. boxes either. They, they at least haven't told us that they have. No. I know uh, that they no, didn't. They, they, they found a black box for Flight 93. That oh, that's right. That went the down fake in Pennsylvania. One. Yeah, yeah. But. Quote, unquote. I mean, again, yeah. those so let's who control the wasn't information. That, that was what the, the plane that you were telling me about that that was supposed to hit but never did. And right, that's it where got. The explosion comes from. Yeah, well, yeah, from that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah, we'll definitely get into okay. that. Okay. Um, let's do that. I want to start <laughs> from the beginning. From my day in eighth grade when i walked yeah. into english class i was in fourth and the tv was on <laughs> cradle robber it's fantastic um but no i walk into class and and the tv's on and the teacher's like all distressed and like freaking out about it. she's like oh my god we need to watch this we need to see what's going on and i honestly was kind of an asshole about it because i was like i don't even know what the fuck this is I was like, so some idiots flew a plane into the into the fucking side of it, you know, and then like, then they collapsed, and then they started like. <laughs> in my mind, I see a, a <laughs> this is really fucked up, but in my mind, I see a little death toll counter on the bottom right hand corner of the screen, mm -hmm. you know, where like, you just start seeing it go and rise, rise, it rise, 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 yeah. you know, and like. That's when it started to hit me when that first tower Bing. fell. I was like, Bing. "Oh shit! Bing. There's so many people in there that are dying. Like, this is kind of a big deal." Um, and it was like, I mean, the conspiracy started flowing immediately yeah. afterwards. There was yeah. so many things. Like, for instance, just to to start it, you know, the planes hit, and and then all of a sudden they dropped. The planes hit at super high yeah. marks on the building. Like and these 70 or so stories. Yeah, up. and these buildings are made 
to, to withstand like wind and he extensive heat, extreme heat. And like those, the steel beams, you know, you can't melt that with the, the flame that comes from yeah. the jet. Well the yeah. jet fuel doesn't burn. It's not hot enough to do that. You the do jet fuel that doesn't burn as hot thing. enough to melt yeah, the steel. Sure. Yeah. And so how the fuck would that have made that thing collapse? But then you see all those other reports of like, the firefighters, especially that one video where the firefighters are like, oh yeah, it was like a, it was like a boom, 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 and then uh, like a, like a demolition, and then it all yeah, fell like exactly like a demolition. And the, so the biggest thing that I want to point out right now is that like you know it may or may not have been an inside job, but the fact of the matter is is that it was really real for a lot of people. A lot of people died. Well, it was it, our yeah, generation's JFK moment. Whatever the fuck happened that day, a lot of people died, and it was a very, very significant thing that happened sure, in our absolutely. lifetime. And that fucking sucks. Yeah. And if it is an inside job, like, oh my gosh, am I just like infuriated to the top of my world? You know what I mean? But and you should be infuriated. Infuriated. <laughs> God damn it. PBI. You should be infuriated. <laughs> Because yeah, <laughs> fucking mad as hell. <laughs> like I mean, so every generation has that moment. For right. us, it was nine eleven. Right. For our perhaps older brothers and sisters, it was uh, the Challenger. No, it would have been yeah, Chal- yeah, totally. Uh, so many significant that, things. Sure. Yeah. Before that, for our parents' generation, it was Vietnam, JFK. Or, yeah, or that, I guess that. Vietnam like, and all like we all have that time. moment. Yeah. Every generation has that moment where that was they will always be able to tell the story of exactly where, where they, they were, were yep. and right. what they were doing yep. and how it affected them. I do want to tell you, though, that that day of 9-11 was the first time that I ever discovered the expanded universe of Star Wars. <laughs> really? Seriously. Like oh, I was, geez. I was, I was watching the shit, you know, and my friend was sitting there reading his, his, uh, what was it? I think it was Heir to the Empire, which is the Thrawn series. And he Your was sitting favorite. there, he was sitting there, yeah, reading it in class. And I was like, oh, dude, what is that? And he's like, oh, you've never heard of this? You're stupid. You don't like Star Wars. I was like, come on. And that's like, Th- it is started this guy my still in your life, by the way? He's on Facebook. But, oh, okay. um, <laughs> but yeah, <Close> so, <laughs> so I that, mean, that, relevant. that sticks Real. with me a lot too, because I mean, just me being in there and like 9-11, Star Wars. No, no, totally. (laughs) And I mean, and that's okay, too. I mean, it doesn't discredit anything that happened at 9-11. That's just what you were doing at that time. Um, Kylie, tell us your 9-11 story. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember, actually, it's kind of significant for me. Um, I was in fourth grade, and I remember being in... That's sorry, I'm sorry. Jesus. <laughs> but all right. Um, no, I, I just spoiler alert. I That's a conspiracy. Grade, but I was also in a fourth and fifth grade mixed class, um, which is very interesting. That was one of the first thing, first times that they ever introduced that into my um, community of schools. You know what I mean? Um, so that was definitely significant that we were in fourth and fifth grade. You know, a, as a mixed class. But I, I just remember I was in, I was in the fourth grade. I was on the younger side of it. And I just remember not only myself and all of my friends, my classmates freaking out, but the one thing that I remember the most about that entire day was that it's my mom's birthday. She woke up that morning and she just fucking bawled. And I just don't, I didn't, I didn't understand why. I didn't understand. You know, it was her supposed to be her birthday. Like, why is she so upset? Then I go to school and, you know, I saw the news stuff. And I, I, I don't think that I really understood at the time. 
I didn't really understand, like, the impact of what was happening. And I remember watching the TV show, you know, the news. <laughs> the TV I think, show, that, the I think that was a lot with everyone. I think a lot of people just yeah. didn't know how to handle well, it. They didn't know how to take it. With something like that, like, think about if that happened right now. If that happened right this fucking second we're watching on <laughs> the news. Like, with how old we are and the things that we've experienced, like, would you have been any less impacted? Probably not. I mean, that's, like, such a significant thing. Like I said, I'm not discrediting whether it was an insider job job or not. It really affected a lot of lives. So there's a chick that I work with right now currently. Her and her mom were both in the World Trade Center when it fucking blew up. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, just working with her right now and hearing her experiences and hearing her story, like, it is a very significant thing. So I'm not discrediting sure. anything that happened, but I do believe that it cannot be what the media represented. Well, yeah, and uh, and I think that's an important distinction to make uh, for the rest of our 9-11 discussion here is whether or not we each personally think it was an inside job or not. Right. Um, Those 2,000 plus lives there matter. Are, there, there were a lot of lives lost, and that's... No matter what happened, it's yeah, tragic. Absolutely, it really like, is. Those were people that had kids and yeah, families and right. lives and, and aunts and, and uncles and nieces and nephews and I mean that's an important thing to right make clear. It doesn't matter whose fault it was. There was a lot of lives lost. Yeah. And it's very tragic. Absolutely. absolutely. And with that being said, the bombs. <laughs> oh. I wanted, what, to, be, did you I wanted say to hear Ben. Oh yeah, okay. I'm yeah, sorry. I, I, I had to go. I, went, I was. I was. I was. I was, I was skipping ahead because I went and checked on <laughs> something. Our fucking Trev cat was all fucking around in the closet, Being trying gray. trying to get into her catnip. She's a druggie. Yeah. No, I was so. just saying like. Be crazy. All that. She's also <laughs> but, depressed. But yeah, I. Sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to skip oh, ahead. I'm an asshole. I'm just saying, just with 9/11, like I was young. I was eighth grade. I remember walking into the cafeteria out of Mr. Sieber's math class with Ryan Walls. <laughs> yep. You haven't heard that name in a while, have you? What so up, Brian? Brian Hopefully he's listening. <laughs> what up? But I just remember leaving just like, just not knowing what the hell it is, but the school just like put everyone in the cafeteria for right. a bit. And it just, oh, yeah. I, I didn't, That's I didn't right. really know what was happening. I didn't really, I sure wasn't understanding. Started have, but like, the thing that, the thing that really impacted the most, it started really drive the point in, was just seeing people jumping out of the damn buildings yeah that's it's like either that either i'm gonna fun. burn alive or i'm gonna, I'm gonna burn, or jump out it's like and, and then um sage francis does too, song yeah. makeshift patriot sage francis is the tits ben <laughs> <laughs> that dude seriously he's one of the most profound fucking rappers of existence check him out if you don't know sage he is he's <laughs> fantastic but the song <laughs> makeshift you've been patriot was yeah, about 9 11 one of my favorite songs ben it is. But just that that's what really started to like hit home was like start seeing the highlights of the news, just yeah. people just jumping out of buildings like I agree with I, that. Because that that was really even hard people to take. holding hands from jumping out. Right. That was really yeah. hard to like watch. No, Especially because it, it was live and it was like you never you never expected that. You're like watching as you're like, Oh my god, okay, so they're getting out, right? People are getting out, like it's fine, they just gotta put the fire out, no big deal. And then you start seeing people jumping out the windows can you understand the magnitude uh, though of the, these uh, stories that they were jumping from i mean like so you, you think far. about second story third story those mm -hmm. are very high no they're up 80 stories or so are, yes they like and they had to make a decision how how they would rather die like that is something that is so significant 
you can never really put yourself in that place. Exactly. I just that's what really yeah, started again, to sink again, in for no me when it came to 9/11. That is just the most tragic thing that I can ever think of. Those 2000 plus people that died. Like yeah. I don't right. even care like how the fuck it happened, but the, like the fact that it could have been an inside job is in fucking fury. <laughs> uh, seriously, it's just terrible. And so, yeah, it is. And I want to let's get into that inside job thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I was saying, the the flames from the jet fuel as they've looked up. I mean, you can watch so many different loose change is a really good documentary about 9-11. Um, and I think in that one, they talk about how the jet fuel wasn't there's no way it could have burned the steel. So. Why would it have collapsed? And then, you know, like I was saying earlier, that they go into the everyone talking about hearing explosions and bombs, and then, and then it falls, and it falls in such a way that it's very demolition oriented, and it's like, yeah. it's like someone had set everything up and it was ready to be demolished. I've watched um, buildings in Denver get oh. demolished the same exact way, and there were people who were working a couple nights before nine eleven. They were working late in the building and were asked to leave for maintenance reasons and right. a maintenance crew came in and did a bunch of shit that nobody yeah. knows what they did. Well, I mean, oh, um, it was a couple of weeks before nine 11 happened. Um, there was reports of people like redesign, like putting in new furniture. Oh yeah. And so they could have hidden extra stuff in there too. So there's that. another conspiracy on that is that About, they okay. put stuff in inside the furniture to disguise it. So that way it can actually melt Right. The beams, because like you said, the um, it wouldn't have been hot enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, then and then you got Building Seven that collapsed mm-hmm. for no that fucking reason. That, that was the yeah. the Flight Ninety Three. Like everyone thinks that that was the one that was supposed it to go to that building, to, yeah. and then the bombs went off anyway, but and so it collapsed that out of nowhere. That building crumbled. It was a demolition. Oh yeah, they it. You look at it and it just. Yeah, all the way down, yeah. just like Every fucking the rest yeah. of the towers. Like a controlled demolition, and absolutely. It, and the thing about Building 7 is it had a bunch of federal documents and CIA mm-hmm. documents that... Well, and so and, is it and not to top that off, yeah. everyone had called out that day. Everyone was gone from the building. Yeah, there was no, nobody so in that's there. not weird at all. I mean, right. that's, that's not weird. So but I mean like even thinking about, like, you know, even just recently within the past, in 2016, um... The uh, Pentagon, they went ahead and released the fact that they had lost they a couple lost billion or trillions. Uh, I'm sorry, not yeah, I'm sorry, like not billions. Billions is significant. Like three trillions. trillions. It was like three trillions trillion of dollars. Yeah. But the records that they had all of that stuff in was where they bombed the Pentagon. Yeah. You mean where the Shots. plane flew into the <laughs> Pentagon? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, so everything was, you know, everything was destroyed. Come on, like though. You guys have all gone out and gotten drunk and lost a few trillion dollars <laughs> in a night a before, few right? Trillion. A couple. And right, see, and yeah. that's the thing, too, is like humans, humans like you and me and Ben and Josh, nobody can actually comprehend the actual number of trillions. Nobody can well comprehend. You, can't, beca- you, you really can't count to it. You can't. You <laughs> cannot comprehend I'm start now. how much a trillion is. Good but luck. that is uh, seven trillion, I think. It three. Three? Was yep. it three? It's three. It, it, honestly, it doesn't even matter how many fucking It was a trillion. lot of money. Um, <laughs> yeah, so they – and, that, and, that's, and that's what happened is that they announced that it, they couldn't figure out this money went, and they were like, oh, we're in a bunch of debt. And so then and all of a sudden this shit happened. Right. Um, and the – 
man, we're building seven. We were doing the, do going to the bombs and like doing that stuff, and then all the eyewitnesses of the of the bombs to to wrap it back around and um, kind of close that section off the. You know, those, like I said, the New York firefighters, them, and then some of the TV reporters, and then all the other people that were with their little handheld cameras, and, like, you could hear it, and you could see it, and, uh, it's just fucked. And, I, and you know, they did try to bomb it before. They had parked the vans down in the basement. Yeah, What, in 93, I think? Yeah, it was, like, 91 or 93. The Federal Center in, yeah, in New York. Yeah, and they so well, was it was another, it was it was successful bombing. It actually did blow up. That's yeah. right. And then nothing right. happened though. They just managed to yeah. recover it. So it's yeah. like, well, if they that's built it. I mean, that's that little section or whatever. People talk about people talk about the temperature at which steel melts, which is about right. fifty three hundred degrees Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what back to that. Yeah, what scenario. nobody talks about is the fact that in a skyscraper like that. All of the steel is encased in concrete. Oh. I dare you to try and make concrete melt. Yeah, at for sure. Any temperature. Yeah. Dude, you're not gonna make. Yeah. You're not gonna make concrete melt well, at all. It and has everybody to be has seen explosion. the videos of 9/11. Yeah. It was obviously a controlled demolition. There are ex- bombs exploding the entire mm-hmm. time. It's not something that you can just fucking overlook. I don't understand how the general population doesn't see this. What I do you think about it. the bombs, Ben? What do you think about, like... No, the, there's definitely footage. You can see it. Like I said, the helicopters, the, the news helicopters that were that were over the building, and they were... Shit. Uh-oh. What do we have? Drop the glass. Uh-oh. Oh, no. oh the vape. But oh, I'm just still... In shock and awe, they're trying to claim that people hijack planes with box cutters. Okay. Like, uh, it's a box yeah. cutter. It's And a whole plane full of people, I mean, they could have all just dived over them to beat the crap out of the people. Like, that, that, is, <coughs> that is huge. If, I mean, brilliant. Uh, yeah. It, oh, sorry, I lost no, my train of thought it's there. It's all but, good. But, no, it's, it's but, very valid. And, like, you, you, they... they Stop you for bringing lighters on the plane now these days. Well, yeah, you can't even take a can of hairspray on the plane. Right. But how is it that these thirty to forty-five passengers didn't stand up and like try and do something about it? Compared to like what four people, thirty against four, I like those odds. They should have been able to. I really, I really would like to think that there's one subject like with the people on the planes. A lot of people think that those people were not actually on the plane. That they had basically the government had like wiped them from the earth. They like wiped all sure. the all their like records and stuff, and basically th- or said they died and then changed their identities, moved them to different areas, mm-hmm. and like they had to die basically. Um, and that that coming from people using their cell phones to call home, right from right. whatever it was, and it's damn near impossible to use a cell phone to be able to call somewhere when you're yeah. I mean. When you're 35,000 feet in the air, you're pretty well out of reach of of any cell tower. Especially in uh, 2001? Yeah. Come on, dude. Exactly. Come on, dude. I mean, that's why we still have airplane mode on our phones. Right. So I like to think that those people survived, you know, that they were kind of in on the conspiracy, but they had to kind of – it sucks they had to give their lives up, but, like, I like to think that the planes were empty. (laughs) I guess, and that, but but then that's also, 
you know, were there actually people with box cutters or was it a fucking, uh, you know, the, a drone, a, a pre, you know, uh, predated drone that like nobody knew about from Area 51 or something, you know. So uh, you, you just you never know, like because it, seriously, people would have forty people would have stood up to one little guy with two guys with box cutters. Right. There's yeah. no way that America. And the Americans on those planes, on American Airlines or whatever, United, like, there's no way they wouldn't have fucking stood up for themselves, you know? I feel right. like even I would have sacrificed my skin to a box cutter. Yeah, to a box cutter? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Give me a break. Well, that's, but get I think, like, a quarter of right. an inch. Yeah, if that, like, and it's say he, like, yeah, fucking mauled much. me right. like a motherfucker. Like, somebody else could have <laughs> overpowered him. Oh, yeah. You wouldn't have died. You might have been disfigured. Sure, yeah. it may, you know, That's they could have sliced my throat okay, off, maybe, sure, yeah, whatever. But, like, yeah, okay, so there would have been one casualty if everybody else right. would have stood up, you know. Yeah. And, well, and you never know. Obviously, like, you never really know if that was actually a thing, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Um, um, did I, God, going on from that, then, you know, you look at George Bush and where he was and what he was doing <laughs> during yeah, that time. And that. During that time. And I mean, like is that not suspicious? Reading the very hungry caterpillar exactly. to a classroom full of He wasn't even reading it. He was listening to it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't uh, reading uh, it. <laughs> because well, we all know he couldn't read. Because you see that video of his, you know, <laughs> the... The guy in the the suit, the Secret Service, he walks up to him and yeah. whispers something in his ear, and he just kind of nods in agreement and like goes on with reading or listening to the story. Yeah. Like, really, dude? Yeah, you're not gonna stand up and be like, "Sorry, I gotta go." Right. This is a matter of national security. Yeah, like, yeah. right? Like, this is the most significant thing that ha- happened yeah. in America. But it's I'm just gonna watch the It's as if you're doing a drug deal for book. a friend, and you like walk up to your friend, mm-hmm. and you're like. Cool, it's done. Got it. And your yep. friend is like, cool. Right, exactly. You know, that's that's exactly how it was handled. The, it's yeah. been se- the plan has been set well, in motion. Well, just, just think about it though. If you if you were the president and you heard that news, how the hell would you react though? Like, it's definitely going to be emotionally taxing too. on your soul. Just the, like, how am I going to react to the general public? The one thing that I remember like, all the time you is don't I freak out in front of kids. Is like, you exactly. Know, you don't want to cause a mass panic. Exactly. That is the one giant thing is like even if something did happen in America or the world, like that's not something you necessarily want to broadcast on television or like radio, anything like that, because that's going to how is that going to help anything to cause widespread panic? Exactly. And that's the last thing that they want to happen is widespread panic. So that's going to cause rioting and looting. And that's the last thing we need as well, too, which is more deaths. Jam bands, just to be clear. That's very true. <laughs> I hate Jan Manzo. Okay. Oh, Jerry. Widespread panic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, with Bush not reacting to that, I think that's that's a huge, like, tip-off, like, of him just kind of being like, yeah, it's whatever. Like it's like a poker It's tell, kind right? of one. It's like, but, it's well, like are you he bluffing? Was, he or was on camera, so he didn't really have a chance to react the way that he wanted to. Like, I know you could tell that he was sure affected by it, but he's on camera live on TV when that mm. happens. I don't so. feel like he's I, smart enough to... Like, censor that shit. I'm gonna argue your point okay. just a little bit. No, I feel do, like do. I feel like George W. Bush was actually a lot smarter than, than he let on. Sure, I and feel that's like probably the his simpleton whole thing. thing. Yeah, was a shtick to get elected and to 
fly under the radar. Well, and he I obviously d- said d- a lot of these things in motion, and this was this happened when he was in office, and yes, absolutely. And he's the one that started the war in Afghanistan. Actually, right. it was his dad. Well, yeah. It, it it I guess that's true. In the 90s, it was. So he was just cleaning up daddy's work. Before that, I mean, if we, let's let's talk 50 years earlier, back like 1947, when the U.S. helped Israel Mm. establish itself as its own independent state in the Middle East, that's exactly the moment that we started causing strife in the Middle East. That's very true. Uh, Yeah, and and we've been we've been dealing with it ever since. And it's all about the. I mean, there's the oil over there. Oh, of course, they got the oil over there. That's the biggest argument for this whole 9/11 conspiracy is that they did this to get oil. Is that legitimate? Is that legitimate? Like that we're seriously going and plundering oil? Yeah. And that's the reason that we're killing people. That's the reason absolutely. people are killing us. That's that's valid. Is that valid? That uh, is I think that's absolutely valid. I think that's Why? Very correct. Why? Um, because oil runs everything. Because right now. yeah, it doesn't have to though. There's there's plenty of other sustainable fucking. Uh, but if you wanna, money, if you want to talk about if you want to talk about powering your home or uh, your running your car. Then there are alternative fuels. Think of just America right now. If you Think want of all to the talk alternative about things that they hold have. Hold on, just one quick. <laughs> okay, go for it. If you want to talk about powering your home or powering your vehicle, then yeah, we actually don't need oil. Okay. But for everything else in our life, we still need fossil fuels. We True. still need petroleum. Petroleum is the basis of plastics. Which goes into everything that you own, and that's very even valid. like even very even valid. food that you buy at the grocery store, is where you throw the packaging away. Is that a reason that requires though? oil? Is that a reason that you should fucking plunder and rape? Well, the the thing about that, people? well, like of course it is. If I'm the person in power that needs that, let me pause this right now. Cheap. Let me pause this because the whole point of that in in human history, you look way back. People have been doing this over shitty little things forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. It's just now we, in this time in in humanity and human history, like it's hard for us to fathom that sort of stuff happening. You know what I mean? Like you you watch Game of Thrones, for instance, and you see all of the betrayal and the absolute just 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 as an example. no, I'm talking about the <laughs> the fact that they're going and killing everybody well, to get I'm to become a king, like to get the money to have the power. Right. And so what this is about is a power. People want to have a power, which is also another beginning to the New World Order. Like when you get people scared, like they did with 9-11, think of how scared everybody is now after mm-hmm. that. You say anything and people are like, oh my God. Oh my god! Oh yeah, they're, they're freaking out. You know, and so after that, everybody yeah. was so all sorts of so you instill you instill the fear in the people, and then those people that are fearful are going to give the people in power more power, and they're yep. going to agree with them to go kill more people because they don't know any better, and yeah, they're getting manipulated by by power hungry, you know, capitalists. Yeah, I, I, I mean, it's, it's terrible, and it makes a lot of sense. But the thing is, is that the fact of the matter is that it's not okay to do. 
No. And nobody see it. No, no not, but not you. And, you know, people like us, me and you. No, it's not but okay to do it, but it happens it's, it's all the time. It's not okay. And and we're. I mean, this this whole the whole point of this podcast is the is the conspiracies. Right. We're. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to get into. I don't want to get into the rights and yeah, and what's because exactly. it's all wrong. All of it is fucking wrong. Everything sure. that humans do is wrong for the most part. So like, I just want to get into the fact that everyone has been manipulated and they continue to be manipulated oh, by the government because these people day. want to have uh, power because and that it's is not the, even that's my whole power and money it's not even yeah. the government the government isn't in control i'm it's saying the, the government i'm saying autocracy i'm saying the government in like a worldwide whole sure, like sure. those those top tier people yeah that control everything. it's it's the rothschilds and yeah, i don't want to uh, i don't want to go all like one percent on you or whatever but yeah no i mean yeah. <laughs> it right. really is though like it, it, it is it, it is what you it said is. kylie absolutely is true is like i think it's it was very wrong kylie or For josh sure. one of you said like if you drive people by fear mm. then all of a sudden you can do anything. They, yeah, they they stop thinking about their own dreams, their own ambitions. Exactly. They fall in line. Everybody wonders what happened in the Nazi, fear. like when it comes to Hitler and stuff. Everybody yeah. wonders, like, oh my gosh, how could that have ever happened? But like, we're watching it unfold in front <laughs> of us. We are seeing it unfold. We again. are, you know, and like, obviously, yeah. we're not going to the same extremes as World War Two yet. Not yet. yet. But I mean, like it's it's really it's all a fucking just a totalitarian Good word. mindset. I think I think people wrongly ascribe. Reminds me of AFI song totalitarian. <laughs> <laughs> I think people wrongly ascribe uh, the Holocaust to hate, and I don't think it's hate at all. I think it was fear. Right. That exactly. Was purposely planted. I do not think that uh, any of those the Nazis, quote unquote, that. You know, we're part of that movement. Yeah. I don't feel uh, like any of those were bad people. Even well, I mean, they maybe maybe some of them were. Like sure. Joseph uh, don't Goebbels, get me wrong. Joseph Goebbels wrong. was Absolutely. probably a Absolutely. very there bad person. Absolutely, there was a lot person. of them, but there was also but a lot of others who didn't. They you know, were those people at the top, and they were just taking and orders. They, okay, hang on, they, stop, yeah. guys, stop. We're getting a little. Uh, <laughs> we're getting a little like penis. Everyone's just so let's yeah, let's start with Kylie. Let's start with Kylie and finish up. What you were saying about how, you just the, with the Nazi stuff, just just sum summarize that up really quick, and then Chris can summarize his stuff. I just we're getting a little like everyone's talking over lengthy. each other, and like yeah. no no not even lengthy. I just want to make sure that everyone is understanding what's going on. I appreciate you know what that. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's the moderation thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, back to your point of that. What like, what did you? What were you trying to say about like the the Nazi stuff? I kind of lost a little bit of that. Think that a lot of these people were inherently bad people. I think that there was a lot of influence that these people had, and there wasn't a lot of like you know a lot of these people were like a lot of the Nazis were very young people, very like you know they're sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. They didn't know what they were doing, and they were like they thought that they were doing the right thing for their government, the right thing that they should have been doing, but they were following such a terrible person. They just they were blinded to that mm -hmm. fact. And so I don't think that a lot of these Nazis, quote unquote, were really trying to kill people, you know, and uh, that's what's scary about is what's happening right now is there's a lot of really good people who aren't trying to hurt others, but they're going to follow potentially somebody who could be a totalitarian, mm -hmm. 
somebody who could be very manipulative, just like Hitler, you know? Like, and I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not saying right now is what's happening. I'm not saying that our <laughs> current president is what is happening. But it's very scary in the fact that, that somebody so influential and somebody who is so into something, you know, into things that don't happen in America could be so influential. That's what's scary to me. And well, back and back to that back to that fear driven point is, <coughs> you know how much how much stuff do you see on social media? I, d- I do kind of want to get on the ball with the rest of the nine eleven. Good night. I just um with the like how much stuff do you see on Facebook and stuff on social media about about the the shootings and and then you see oh videos well. of of terrible things happening and and all you know just everyone is so scared now. Like how many, you know, even just twenty years ago, me and you Ben, we would go outside. And we'd go skate, and we'd go, like, play at the park, you know? And we didn't have to really be scared of things. But nowadays, everyone is so Everyone's scared to go outside everything, yeah. that, well, that people are, like, losing their I, – I think people are losing their humanity over it because they're getting – they're being so scared. I would absolutely agree with that. Um, I, think th- I think that little kids should be able to go out to parks by themselves. Oh, yeah. And that doesn't happen anymore. You know what I mean? It doesn't happen anymore because people are so terrified, and they should be because people are awful out there. But But you know what? So many people are just depending on technology. Precisely, and that's huge when it comes to the fear thing because you send all that stuff out, and like you get one parent that reads a story about one thing that happened in fucking bumfuck Michigan, and and then and then they're freaking out, and they're way offense (laughs) to Michigan. But then they're freaking <laughs> out. <laughs> they're freaking out about the one out of a million chance that something right. is going to happen because it's been well, of course. it's it's been made into a viral story. Because that story sells that story sells advertising. But and that's why it's being sold to us. But that's the that way that story peop- sells advertising. And that's a great point about the going back into the money. A lot of people think that thing. way, though, no, when they like when they didn't used to think that way. Oh, of course. Right. Like you know what I mean? Like there, like uh, not only is the um, perception of people growing into a very interesting thing, but the way that people are is growing into an interesting thing. Well, yeah. I mean, it's always changing and morphing, along with what the culture is doing for sure but how how is it though the one thing that i wonder is how is it that we're such fucking pussies how are we so sorry excuse me i burped (laughs) um uh how are we so um sensitive to these things because the media is selling it to us you think that it's i I do i I mean i do obviously the media is very because it started it started Probably back in the 90s when you started seeing these news segments on TV like, what you don't know about this could kill you. Well, and, even motherfucking and Carson Daly thing. on MTV and shit. Right. Like, yeah, there's always like, sort of, yeah, I know what you mean. I they exactly started out with that fear and that has morphed into the clickbait articles that we all hate that we click on on also Facebook, click right? On, yes. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's the same kind of thing. It's like, you you take one headline, and you just exploit the shit out of it. I mean, so we were talking about like kids these days and why we're kids raising these days. them to be pussies. <laughs> it's it's because of the media. Do do more kids get molested or raped or abducted these days? Do more kids or get poisoned on Halloween these days? 
or is it just that there's more people there's more coverage of that one story i i fully believe that it's there's more coverage Exactly. And I I, I just want to say, like, as you know, I'm not much younger than any of you. Like, it's by a few years. But I feel like, you know, I remember when there was a time that I could go out and I could go Halloween fucking trick or treating by myself. Yeah. Now you can't do that. Right. You know what I mean? I think that like me, my one of the like that was one of the last generations that actually got to be a kid. You know, I remember riding my bike and I remember scraping my knees and I remember doing all sorts of fucking weird shit. Playing on that electrical green box that hums. Right? Exactly. Well, exactly. And, like, what That's does that full mean? Full of carcinogenic liquid. Yeah. What does yeah. that mean for <laughs> like, like kids these days? What does that mean for people these days? Is that like they're so electronic, like uh, focused? How like how are they? How are people gonna like? You know, like the millennials. I feel like we're losing common sense. Yeah. Is common sense and confidence. And to <coughs> to close all this out, that's it's all of. People are falling into place now. After 9-11, people are falling into the what yes. What the upper, I will say, quote-unquote, upper management of the world wants. Mm-hmm. What they're trying to they're, perpetuate. They're doing exactly. falling in place. Every, yeah, all, all the people around are doing exactly what they want them to do. And that's, that's going at things in an uneducated way, um, looking at their leaders and not – not researching their leaders or what their potential leaders are going to be, but just going off what they say, right. and and how they, and, and you know wh- what their speeches are like, and and how much they make fun of someone or something like. Of course, I'm specifically talking about Trump. I'm still in shock, but um. That's and that's you but look you at it and, and all these all these people talking that about Hillary. A little bit, yes. Exactly, um, exactly. It's those extremes that are scary. And it's, it's not either one of them particularly. It's just the craziness of what they represent. It's it's when we start talking in rhetoric instead of actual dialogue. Right. Right, and so now everyone is just doing what is basically planned. I feel like going back to DIA, mm-hmm. saying that there's a plan in those those you know those pictures Bunkers. and stuff. The um no oh, the, the pictures, pictures the, the art yeah. <laughs> Um, words well, are somebody f- words are failing me. Um, so yeah, I just want to with nine eleven was terrible, and it should have never happened. No matter no matter what the thing is, but but there are things that have happened in human history that have that should have never happened. Look at uh, fucking uh, the, like the Roman Empire, for instance. They were terrible, and then they fell in a well, really terrible way. And like were you look they at, terrible? Look though? at Genghis Khan. I mean, were they? Exactly. Uh, I mean that's if you the question is the Roman Empire I don't I don't want to get into that at all. <laughs> but I'm saying I'm just I'm trying to like think of some references off the top of my head and like just just to give a few things of, of what have ha- what has happened in the past of humanity, you know, like it happens because people want power and they're getting the power they want, which is really sad for the human race. Jews in Egypt. Fucked, so but everything the Jews in Egypt, that's another one. Uh there Stalin, you go. Napoleon. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Stalin and Napoleon were not Jews in Egypt. No, we're talking. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, uh, so I- is there anything else just to close out the 9-11 thing? Because I want to move on to aliens because I love aliens. Oh, uh, is there just anything else you wanted to kind of touch on besides the fact? I just wanted to encourage people that are listening to uh, look into the fact that the Patriot Act 
was actually drafted and pushed through Congress well before 9-11 happened. And 9-11 may have been the catalyst, the 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 show catalyst, the the, you know, dog and pony show for making the case. It's it's basically it's basically how close we are to losing our guns and the Second Amendment because of all the shootings that have been happening and all the crazy Mm. coverage on those shootings. And now people are scared to they're scared. Uh, for to be able to have guns. When we guns. recorded the first trial oh, yeah, the of first, the conspiracy yeah. episode, yeah. Uh, it was the day that the uh, shooting happened at uh, what? Oh, that's oh, right. In Ohio, Ohio State. State. Yeah. Yep. And <laughs> we, we briefly touched on that. We briefly touched on crisis actors and, and, the, and the gun laws and stuff. And yeah, and just, I mean, just this morning, just over in Istanbul, there was a quote-unquote terrorist attack 35 people died i don't i i read a little bit about it but it was kind of unfolding as i was mm-hmm. reading it last night so but the, my last two cents i'm going to put on this is just sad to see people led by fear than confidence oh yeah for sure mm-hmm. it's too bad that people lose themselves and and trust things that they shouldn't and just follow a herd I would just say this, if anybody, whether it's media or government or somebody you're talking to on the street, calls somebody else or some other group a terrorist, pay extra attention to what their motive is. Because anytime anything happens that's bad, it could be terrorism. Pay attention to the motive of who's... You could consider calling it who's doing terrorism. who's calling that person. Terrorism that is just an act of causing yeah. terror. I mean, look, yeah, Timothy yeah. McVeigh, dude. Ben, Obama. I could grab your dick right now, and it would be That'd an be act a, of terrorism. That, I would, yeah, I'd, I'd vouch for that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> exactly. Um, speaking just of because your dick is gross, that's why. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> speaking of gross dicks, <laughs> I love aliens. <laughs> um, no, I, I. I don't want to. I don't want to get too far into the aliens thing because there's a lot to go into it, and it's getting late, and we're, you know, just getting late, and we're getting tired. <laughs> but aliens, I want to just go one by one. Kylie, do you believe in aliens? Yes. Yes. I do. I do. Chris. Um. I yes always or no? I always just yes or no. Just just for this first second, yes or yes. no. Ben. Yes. Okay. Me too. So Kylie, why? Do you believe in aliens? Um, I just I think there's a vast universe out there. I think that there is an incredible amount of chance that there is another world like our Earth. That some you know that that species, people, whatever sure. whatever it is that you think, yeah, can inhabit. You know what I mean? Right. Like you know they even just found fucking water on Mars. Like how right, is it yeah. that, that in the vast universe of the like extensive it doesn't end. I yeah. mean, I just space you know never I mean? ends, like, so I, there I has even, to be. I can't even explain to you. It's like a, it's why like a I trillion this, dollars. You know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> like so, even if there is something light years and light years and light years that we may have never experienced in our entire like existence of Earth, it's very possible that there's something out there somewhere in the vast majority of the universe. What about you, Chris? Why do you believe in aliens? Uh, you know, I I will just. Take the same approach as Kylie with a little bit of like scientific and mathematic 
background to it okay. is that if we take accepted as fact that the universe is at least 14 billion years old, perhaps, at least. perhaps uh, older than that, or perhaps infinitely old, um, and we look at the number of stars that have their own solar systems, um, and we look at the number of years that everything has been in existence, the odds are overwhelmingly in favor of Something not just one, but many hundreds, millions, yeah, millions sure. of other species of organisms throughout the years. Well, in the vast majority of space, it's like it could not be hundreds. It could not be millions. You never really it, fucking know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it, it, it could be. In fact, we could, throughout the course of the universe, we could have had as many species of intelligent beings as dollars that the Pentagon lost. <laughs> Back to the No, trailer. it really <laughs> is true. And, like, uh, honestly, think of, like, just like in Star Wars perspective, like oh all God. the things that happened in that, like those are all a million and one chance things, million and one chance plans, yeah, and million, million and one, one chance, chance but encounters, like but you, you know but what I mean? There's like, been no Star Wars is the shit. Don't get me wrong, I'm not discrediting. Wait, I'm I'm confused. Though. What do you mean by the million? What like are you talking the encounters they had and the people they ran into and well, how I it mean, happened? And yeah, like exactly, exactly. <coughs> that, I'm I'm just saying that that pertains to. Just everyday existence, like you know, there's a million one chance that they might meet certain one certain person, one million chance that they might do this one certain thing. That's the same with it as it is with us. Right. I mean, we see the same Let's thing in evolution on our, on oh our yeah, own planet. Like one moth in a thousand develops a certain pattern of camouflage. Or even and that moth is you. the moth that doesn't get eaten. Right. right. And that's the moth that reproduces and passes on those genetics. Like, yeah, it's all, you know, it's all like this cosmic crapshoot. <laughs> but pretty much imagine every person on the planet playing craps at the yeah. same time. It's yeah. honestly a million There's and one encounters that could ever happen. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So what about what about you, Ben? Why do you believe in aliens? Uh, space is huge. Pretty much what I believe is infinite. There's no end to it. There's no wall that stops it. There's no anything. So if you think about it, if, it, if something goes on forever, there's got to be something else out there. Just sure. because we can't just be the only planet on the world that has life like this. There has to be something else out. And if it goes on for infinity, technically, then there's definitely something else out there. And to expand on that point, it doesn't even have to be intelligent life necessarily. That's true. Yeah, they find they find bacteria on meteorites all the all the time, and that mm. technically is life. That is bacteria. Yeah. No, is as significant as you it and looks, I are. It's it's basically an alien organism. Yeah. Let's but talk so about intelligence in a life form. I mean, we we now have evidence on our own planet that plants communicate chemically underground through their roots through chemical signatures to their other plants that to me sounds like intelligence it's pretty intelligent right yeah. and like I, and there's no no doubt in my mind that there is intelligence elsewhere you know what i mean oh yeah um, absolutely 
the, the, there is there is other life out in the universe for sure. And my and I still call Pluto a planet, fuckers. <laughs> yeah, you NASA. <laughs> my favorite um, like perspective on space and life in general is the fact that is okay. I was listening. I, I'm gonna try and explain this in the <laughs> easiest way because it's kind of hard to explain. But like. I was listening to a show, uh, Mysterious Universe. I love that fucking show. Um, and they were talking about a lady. She'd, she'd written a book, and um, she was talking about how she met basically an, an angel, she describes him as, an angel or a spirit, something like that. And he had taken her on a seven-night adventure. It was kind of like Scrooge, but not really, you know? Like, like he came and visited her every single night, and he would take her to different places and show her different aspects of the universe and sounds like and ayahuasca. <laughs> um, <laughs> so the it was it got to like this what I think the seventh seventh day or sixth or seventh day and he was like okay now I'm finally going to explain like what all this means because he went through all these elaborate like just crazy things I I'm gonna I will find it and I will write this down and I'll send it to you and or put it in the show notes because it's show really notes interesting. For sure. Um, but. The perspective he did, he's, he pulled her out of her, basically pulled her out of her body, you know, and took her up into space and, like, showed her, he showed her the earth and was like, look, this is, this is the earth right here. And, you know, you can see everything else around you. And, and then he, like, shrunk it back down to normal size. Like, he took her back down in the earth and we're like, okay, now we're inside earth. And he's like, now let's go a little bit smaller. And he takes, takes them inside a body, inside someone, like a human body, and it goes, you know, it goes down and you're like, you see all the, all the um, cells and all the bacterias and stuff in here. So let's get a little bit smaller. Mm-hmm. And they go down into um, like a molecular level that they're basically in an atom. And when they get into the atom, it is a universe. She gets in, sh- like she basically described it as when they got as small as an atom, they were inside the atom and there were planets and it was basically just another giant universe. And so I think... In in a in a way like in in a Men in Black kind of way at the end of Men in Black, you know, you see them playing with the marbles and the their different universes or whatever. I kind of look at it like that. Like we are in an atom right now that's probably in a bigger creature. Which, if you want to throw it in the religious aspect, you could say that you know the 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 <laughs> person, God, are, yeah, our atoms, the whoever we're <laughs> like helping right now like our planet's dying which means that our atom is probably dying you know so like our species is gonna fade but the rest of the universe and all the other things are gonna keep whatever engine is going it's gonna keep it running i'm I'm do you you see what i'm saying like does that make any sense (laughs) i just keep thinking of rick and morty the uh, anatomy (laughs) park episode (laughs) yeah oh yeah yeah that's a good one (laughs) sorry um what were you gonna say chris the i'm so glad you bring this concept up because that's at the end of the day, that is my religion. That is my guiding philosophy, is the idea that everything is scalable. Sure. Um, and it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it, absolutely. It makes so much sense. If you look at, <laughs> if you look at astrophysics and you mm. look at um, – I want to. I want to. I want to research. Physics. I want to research a lot more into this. Yeah. I mean, astrophysics and part of particle physics share the same rules and the same laws. Yeah. We see the same thing about uh, planetary motion as we do about the orbit of electrons around a nucleus. Exactly. Or even as we learn more, the 
orbits of subatomic particles in the nucleus itself. Sure. I mean, it's 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 all scalable. Our listeners and are listening. <laughs> no, this <laughs> is exactly where they the should like start. Science. Oh god. Um, no, I love it though. I love getting yeah, back getting dude, down into those like those it's all molecular shit. At the end of the day, <laughs> it's all scalable. Uh the the same forces that guide uh you know molecular motion on the tiniest scale are the are the forces that guide the expansion the continued expansion of the universe right and and so to touch back on aliens because we got kind of into that's more what like i was gonna say um, to go back to aliens, i was gonna say conspiracies aliens do you really think that they have aliens at area 51 i do yeah um uh, probably at one I, point. I think they've had yeah at least at some point that they've done some sort of research like there's there's a lot of different accounts. There's the I whole I Roswell wanna, conspiracy God, as well, too. I wish I would have done more research for this show because <laughs> there's a lot of different accounts of people saying that you know aliens were there and that aliens have helped us with technology. You look at the the jump from when Roswell happened and what was that, 40, 42 or 40, 49 maybe or something like that? 49, I think. Yeah, it was um, after World War II. So yeah, I, 49. I think it was 40, 40 or 49. But anyway, Roswell happens and look where we went from 1949 to 2017. Well, I mean, if you look from iPods. 1949 to you 1969, we apparently somehow managed to get to the to moon. Get to the moon, like you get, and I mean, I. Ooh, that's a good conspiracy it is a in good and one, of itself. Oh god, that's a huge <laughs> one. There's a there's a new documentary that came out that was pretty good about that. Um, but yeah, the the, the whole alien aspect on on Roswell and, and influencing our technology. You know, there's uh, different reports that have been released and stuff that say that we have used aliens to help us get better computers, to get touchscreen phones, to get satellites, to have uh, Bluetooth. Apparently to help. To apparently to Canyon in New Mexico. No, uh, it's like a six-hour drive away from here, mm. um, and there are Native American hieroglyphics that are a few thousand years old that pretty clearly seem to depict like visitors from oh, yeah. the sky. That's that's all over the you just watch well, Ancient Aliens a few times and you'll see yeah. all those different Well I mean you think about the uh, the, the pyramids and how they line up and everything mm. and just how they how the hell they fucking build those like so But they were smart back then, man. They had the sundials and stuff and they knew what they were doing. Like the Mayans were one they were one with the stars, you know. Can I, mean? I say that Maybe the reason the Mayans were so intelligent is that they didn't have Facebook. <laughs> they weren't <laughs> wasting time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, the Mayans is fun because I think that they went to a different dimension where, like, they were so in touch with spirit, their spirituality and their, like, the... Oh, man. They were probably the only the we like go people who had it right. Well, and you look at, look at the Earth and how it's all split up and how everyone has all these different religions and... um languages and just different ways that they do things you know like my i want to write a book about this it's been stamped it's on the fucking internet it's been recorded here it is Science so i want to write a book that is basically explains how humanity came to be as separated as it is and it's because of other beings influencing the way that we are so in this book that i want to write basically um humans crash land here they don't know anything they're they their memories have been wiped. They 
This is a very, very basic rundown. Um, and when they land, they can't talk to each other. They have no idea what's going on. And then, you know, these beings from outer, from above come down and they teach them a language. They teach them how to communicate. They teach them how to make fire. They teach them how to do all this other stuff. And, you know, they do that as, as the, as humanity splits and they go to, they stay in different regions. Like obviously the aliens quote unquote that would have come down would have waited. Um, I think that they would have caused the humans to come here, like to, <sighs> oh God, no. Okay. Look, <laughs> let me start over. I'm not going to start over, <laughs> but I'm going to say that it makes more sense when you know that they're coming from Mars, that, um, you know, however many millions of years ago, before humans were here, we were actually on Mars. And what happened is we destroyed Mars like we're destroying Earth right now. And so the like the sages and the upper management of Mars decided to create ships that sent um, – I call the ships Adam and Eve. And they sent these ships filled with humans to Earth to go populate this planet to keep the species running, right? And so then <laughs> – sorry, this is going to get long, but not going to get too long. So then on their way to Earth, you know, they get put in their little sleep coma thing. But while they're in their sleep coma, they wipe their memory. They wipe every single fucking thing they know. They wipe their language. They wipe just – they basically come out of the ship like they're coming out of a womb. You know what I mean? They're just fucking newborn. They have no idea what's going on. So when they wake up, they're, they're on Earth, and it's all green and luscious. And, like, everyone looks at each other, and they're all fucking scared because they have no idea who they are or how to talk to each other. And so they scatter throughout the Earth. And – all the while, while all this is happening, you know, the people on Mars have, you know, wanted to keep watch. And so they made a base on the moon. This is where the moon base comes in. They made a base on the moon that would have, you know, they could, they could watch over the Earth and they could come down and, like, help humans out, help, help the kind out to, to move along, to make sure that they, they persevere and, like, get through stuff. And that... Be that being said, it, when the humans that landed here had all their memories wiped and they split, you know, as soon as they were in their different regions of the earth, that's when the elders came down to give us a language, to give us a religion, mm. to and not not necessarily give us a religion, because I think that in that barbaric state of humanity, those people coming down to help them, they actually thought of them as gods and started worshiping them because they brought so much knowledge and information into the race. Um, and so that would be, you know, the start of, of, of Earth and, and, and the human population on Earth. And so skipping forward in my novel that I want to write, this is all on record, this is all on record right here, copyright motherfucker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, you skip forward and now you're on present day Earth where, you know, we're like this and the Earth is getting fucking destroyed and people are dying and all this stuff. But now we've all of a sudden found a way to get to Mars and repopulate Mars and the cycle repeats itself. History always repeats can itself. I, can in, I ask in you one either quick small question or about long your concept? Ways, but, but yeah, go for it. Uh, which season does the polar bear two. arrive? Two. Okay, <laughs> good. Thanks, JJ. Book two. <laughs> Book two. <laughs> no, I just that's I I I've always liked that kind of as a as a concept of what might have happened with humans, you know, and and how how we got so divided, you know. Mm -hmm. I I think it has a a little bit to do with our influence of other beings, you know? And as yep. soon as we were able to thrive as a species, they left us alone. Now they're coming back to check up on us <laughs> and take our nukes away. 
I'm pretty sure. If they so. come back now, they're going to go ahead and be like, well, um, I think cats rule this shit yeah. because yeah. we feed them, clean their shit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they think cats they, rule this shit. Yeah. They would just reset. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> I, I had a similar earlier this year when we were still going through the election cycle. I had my own kind of concept for a novel that I wanted to write, which was um, kind of like every other chapter was first person narrative from a guy who was just a normal guy. It was like a computer programmer. Um, and the other chapters were, you know, like news articles trying to make us divided as people which we definitely saw in this election cycle um, and my whole concept for the uh, for the for the novel is this guy is this computer programming oh he's a computer programming student okay and he's like working on a project and at the end of the novel his professor says oh you know what this one function you tried to write into your program didn't work just kill the whole program and that whole program is it's like it's like it's like a matrix basically like we're living in sort of some sort of simulation which is also a super cool theory about that i really like that we we could we could have a whole other episode about the idea of um our existence as a computer simulation yeah so i guess i guess the general consensus here with aliens is that it's probably not so much of a conspiracy as it is more a just eventuality that we figure it out you know what i mean we're just we're just waiting for it to happen because because seriously there's no way that we're the only people of course i mean hell it could possibly be that we're the aliens that invaded this planet it's that Um, that's what basically what my book would have been you know (laughs) and if i can ever write it uh, uh, copyright to (laughs) to go back real quick to the idea that like atoms are universes right right right, yeah um something i learned eh, maybe a year ago or so that has not ceased to blow my mind since is that a full two-thirds of the atoms in our body aren't even our own cells they belong to various bacteria viruses other microorganisms so less, less, like less than a third of everything in and on your body is actually what you would consider your body. Yeah, uh, that's that, crazy. That to me just blew my fucking mind. That's a lot to like. That's a lot to process. <laughs> I mean, to think about for sure. Uh, another fact, real quick: you have like probably fifteen hundred to two thousand different species of bacteria and viruses on your left hand oh yeah you probably have about the same amount of (laughs) species on your right hand but maybe only 500 of those are the same otherwise they're different from your left hand to your right hand right yeah and that that just shows so much that there's so much more to just humans and earth you know so much more to our, to all our I can think about is that guy from the History Channel. Just, 
Aliens. <laughs> aliens, bro. <laughs> what is Harold? What is his name? Shout out to, shout out to something jo- douchey in Greek. <laughs> shout out to Giorgio Tsoukalos. Yeah. <laughs> You're my hero. Aliens. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I love that guy. <laughs> uh. Um. So yeah, I. You know, th- I don't mean to cut this short. We'll we'll have to we'll have to do like a part two. Speaking sometime. of we'll aliens, th- through it. But speaking one more, of one aliens? more thing. Yeah, one more. Uh, there <laughs> was a universe long, long ago. In which uh, there the was a rebel galaxy faction far, far away. that oh, Jesus, uh, here we go. fought some people and some things, and thank you, Leia. Oh yeah, cheers. Back to that. No, but I, like I said, I don't want to cut it too short because there's so many different things we could talk <laughs> about. Um, but it is, you know, it's getting to be that time. Uh, well, let's let's, let's really make this a right, sequel. So like let's to, have yeah, a sequel. We, yeah, we could do a part Hate two. Hate to cut it too short. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I want to thank you guys for coming on. Ben and Chris. Thank you for great. having us. I yeah, appreciate yeah. the invite. Right, on. One more time, Ben. Um, people that want to get a hold of you for possibly doing some sort of like local stand up stuff. Oh, um, email address is um, beng.0138 at gmail.com. So right. beng.0138 at gmail.com. And you, Chris? Uh, Chris Bell here. Uh, <laughs> email is Chris Bell Writer. W R I T E R at Gmail. Uh, available for stand up or cocktail clinics or whatever. Don't <laughs> trust the ginger. <laughs> yeah, seriously, don't trust me. Oh my God. But yeah, thank you guys again. It's been a lot of fun. I've had a lot thank of fun. Thank you, Josh. Josh Kylie, thank you for having us. Great, yeah. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Appreciate it. Bringing some beers and hanging out and talking about some punk conspiracies. Um, we are the Twist Modern Podcast. You can get a hold of us at twistmodernpodcast at gmail.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, Snapchat, iTunes, uh, Instagram. Penis. Penis. <laughs> um, why aren't next you on vagina? <laughs> I don't know, Ben. Why aren't you on vagina? <laughs> well, that's an easy answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, look who I'm sitting next to. <laughs> So yeah, find find us, subscribe on iTunes, uh, like our tracks, share our tracks. If if you have any problems with us, if you want to just talk some shit or say hello, or if you know if you want to get a hold of us with the with the hotline, we're gonna make up. Look in the you know look in our uh, description, the episode description, and, and if you need anyone to talk to too, just uh, let us know. Like we're always there's always someone around. Um, don't let anything get you down too far. Um, and if you have a problem with any of us. Please Don't email us, us unless it's to say, hey, I want to meet in person at this time, at this place. Oh, no. To actually find it out. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, we were talking earlier about the, <laughs> the pussification of yeah, our culture. Yeah, so. it's true. It's true. It'll never happen. <laughs> so, yeah, this has been uh, the conspiracy episode, episode 14 of the Twist Modern Podcast. Um, next week, we have... Jason Kelly on the show. He's gonna be. It's gonna be our next uh, living room session. Do a little acoustic show. Um, and then after that, we will have uh, the Gold Spot Brewery and Menagerie Cafe coming in, talking about their businesses, and you know, talking about probably some other stuff. So thanks again for listening. It's been a real pleasure. We've been Twist Around. Talk to you later. <laughs> <laughs>